Well, hello there, everybody. How's it going? Uh, I'm your host, Jared Isaacs. Welcome to another episode of the Audio Roast Podcast. How is everybody doing out there today? I hope you had a fantastic week and are ready to have a fantastic weekend. Um, yes, indeed. I, as you can see, I've got my coffee here. I'm feeling very energized. <clears throat> yeah, that was good stuff. Uh, drinking a little uh, black, uh, back in black here from Classic Rock Coffee. And um, yeah, I think, um, we, you know, we've got a lot to, to pack. pack it up, pack it in in today's episode. So we're going to jump right into everything and uh, start things off with where you can find us. So, uh, as you can see right over here, um, you can check us out right now here on YouTube and Facebook as we live stream. Um, or you can jump over to our other social media platforms, uh, Instagram and Twitter. And if you prefer to listen to our show, there are audio-only episodes available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. Um, and as always, you can uh, send us an email, talk about uh, how good my hair looks today. Um, just email us at theaudioroastpodcast at gmail.com. Um, yes, indeed. So um, you can also uh, uh, send us a, a one-time donation or join a membership tier on Patreon. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash the audio roast podcast, or um, you can go over to Cash App or PayPal. Uh, Cash App, it's dollar sign, the audio roast podcast, or paypal.me slash the audio roast podcast. And today at the end of the episode, we will be featuring a playlist available that are compri that's comprised of all the different uh, games and segments that we have uh, on today's show. So be sure to go over to Spotify and or iTunes and check out today's 1990 pop playlist. We're also trying to get 500 likes on Facebook. It's been um, a, a great journey and we want more people involved with what we're doing. Um, currently, we are sitting at 455. So we're 45, if I'm doing my math right, yeah, 45 shy from 500 likes. So please do tell a friend about us and uh, be sure to share our page on your page and we'll be page buddies. in seven days yes that's right seven songs in seven days so we're gonna go ahead and kick off everybody's favorite segment and talk about uh who made the list and in what order so as you know every week we like to have you guys uh join along with the fun and submit seven songs um and then i take the next seven days and rank those songs in my own personal order for absolutely no reason so um without any further ado um, let's jump right into things. In the number seven position, we have got, uh, how fitting considering the coffee that we're drinking, we've got Back in Black by Wing, thanks to Josh Poole. Josh dropped um, after two weeks in a row at the number six position. He's dropped down to number seven with that uh, fantastic um, rendition of Back in Black. Um, moving right along quickly to uh, the number six spot, thanks to Deborah Klein, we've got Silver and Cold by AFI. Um, didn't really feel that one so much. Uh, not a big AFI fan, so there is that. Uh, moving right along, <laughs> number five position, we've got Corn uh, and, and Exhibit Fight the Power, uh, given to us by Mr. Brian Betancourt. Um, Corn, fine, Exhibit, not so much. Um, of course, that was from Triple um, uh, X State of the Union. I had to do a little research to find out uh, where that 
was played because I'm not familiar with the song at all. Uh, so moving into number four, we get some good stuff. Uh, we've got from Julia Lake Cobb, Rival Sons, Sugar on the Bone. Good stuff. Uh, I really enjoyed this. Uh, I have no issues at all with Rival Sons. I liked them a lot, but uh, I was in kind of a, a melancholy mood last week whenever I was listening to these. So the only reason at number four and not number one is because there was some more chill vibing music. So um, speaking of which, um, for three weeks in a row now, we've got Kim Garmory with her submission uh, by Paul Williams. This is the Rainbow Connection. Um, I have to say, for whatever odd reason, I actually prefer Kermit the Frog to Paul Williams. Who knew? Uh, in the number two position, we've got um, Why Get Up by Abandoned Cadillac. That was given to us by Elke, who is on her second week at the number two position. Um, and also maintaining a second week reign at number one from Mr. Al Hutches, we've got Sunny by Bobby Hebb. Um, so really good stuff this week. Uh, I enjoyed a lot of it. Uh, I have only heard of, uh, I think, two of the songs. Well, three of the songs. I don't really want to count Back in Black because that was freaking awful. So uh, that being said, <laughs> let's move right along. Please go ahead and use the hashtag seven and submit your seven songs in seven days. Bear in mind, this can be any song, any style, any genre. Uh, it just has to be something from you. So go ahead and use the hashtag seven and we'll get those locked in for next week. To recap what we did last week, we had our talking shop uh, episode, the fourth edition, if you will, um, where we talked about uh, shows like The X Factor and America's Got Talent, The Voice, American Idol, um, Star Search, all, all those good stuff good different uh shows variety shows if you will um and we had a lot of uh really great guests on last week uh it was a bit of a, a cluster but it was an enjoyable cluster i had a great time and i hope you guys did as well um the synopsis uh i saw that uh, i think it was deb klein at the end of the episode said uh so do we like these shows or do we not where do we stand um and uh of course i went off the air before i was able to respond so um Overall, yes, the shows are fine. I think it gives people a great platform in the age of the internet where it's hard to get noticed because there's so much funneling through a small bottleneck. Um, uh, and um, so, yeah, for that, it's it's good. Uh, I just wish it wasn't as overproduced as what it is because it doesn't need to be. Um, so there's that. Uh, here's what we've got coming up next week uh, with guests to be announced. We're going to be taking a trip back to the 1970s with some one-hit wonders. Uh, hitting that one for the first time. There's uh, a lot of good stuff that uh, kind of flies under the radar. Um, and I just want to make sure everybody gets their just due. So next week, we'll be doing some one-hit wonders. But this week, ladies and gentlemen, we have got Pop from the year 1990 with uh, some guy named Drew Biney and uh, Johnny Shelton, of course, from the mixtapes. Um, so, uh, yeah, both good guys and good bands drew, of course, with red light runner. Um, and, uh, so we're going to kick things off and, and introduce everybody. But, uh, before we do, we're going to take a quick break and, um, yeah, we'll be back in just a couple minutes and kick things off. So stick around. All right. And we are back. Uh, what kind of craziness was that? Wow. I went and, uh, you know, uh, dried my hair and, you know, had a little look that I just wanted to do. So. Welcome to the show, everybody. I hope you guys are doing fantastic. Um, let me see if I can get some comments. There we go. Um, let me grab some of these. Actually, before we do that, let me just do this. Let us go to the comments. Okay, so um, 
Let me grab some of your seven songs in seven days here uh, before we get too deep into things. Ooh. Um, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Josh Poole says, don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube. That is right, Joshua. Thank you so much for that. Um, we had a conversation this weekend, Josh and I did, and he's like, man, you never say that. And I'm like, you're right, I should. So, uh, Josh, thanks for the reminder. Um, Brian says, Jared stunt double looks drunk. Wow. That's, that's a little bit harsh, Brian. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, Josh thinks that wing should be number one. Josh, I think you're dead wrong. Um, King's X is number two. No, still dead wrong. Um, all right. Um, let the show begin, I guess. Right, Josh. Um, in number seven, we've got, um, waiting for my real life to begin by Colin. Hay. uh, no, no torture this week. Well, I appreciate that. I needed a little bit of a let me up. Um, got one from, uh, Brian. Very good. Um, number seven, uh, hashtag seven, excuse me, uh, from, uh, Kim Garmory. All right. I think this is uh, number four. Number five. You should see this high-tech way that I'm saving your, your stuff here. I'm literally taking screenshots. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, we've got all that we need now. So thank you so much, everybody. All right. Um, yes, good stuff indeed. All right, let's go ahead and um, kick stuff off. Uh, <laughs> not death metal honest all right if you say so i'll take your word for it scott um okay so let's go ahead and meet today's guests um let me switch over to this there's so many buttons oh my goodness okay our first guest um you know him from the band the mixtapes um and like i said uh Prior to the show on my personal live stream, uh, I've never really had a chance to sit and talk with Johnny, so I'm really looking forward to having a good time and getting to know him. Uh, we've we've um, uh, our paths have crossed a few times, if you will. So I'm looking forward to this for today. Um, so please welcome at this time our first guest, Mr. Johnny Shelton. Oh no, you're muted. There we go. Hey there. <laughs> How's it going, Johnny? It's going great. You. Doing well, doing well. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. I know you had to make quite a, quite a uh, cross-country trip to make it, so I appreciate you very much, man. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right. And uh, our second guest, um, who might seem a little familiar for some reason, I don't know why. Um, go ahead and let's welcome at this time from Red Light Runner, Mr. Drew Biney. Hey, how are you? Hey, good. How are you, Drew? Um, well, okay, but I'm not drunk. You're not? <laughs> well, Why? Because I just started. <laughs> I just started, bro. Don't judge me yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> let's, don't let's... judge me. Just give me a couple hours and then judge me <laughs> when I deserve it. Good stuff. Let me uh, let me adjust it. There we go. Oh, oh, you're not drunk yet? What? No, no, no. no. Okay, if you insist. <laughs> not, not from a lack of trying, though, I assume, huh? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if mom said, if you're going to do something, do it right. That's <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken. Thanks, Mom. Um, okay, so let me uh, save all these pesky little camera things that I should have done before. Um, okay, so let's get everybody here in on the picture. And there we go. Oh, Ooh. wow. I want to hang out with my friends like this all the time. Do you? This is like, like, yeah. Set this, is... this up and like we don't look at each other. Isn't, isn't we all go on the Zoom screen. meeting where we're in, but all in, person, in the same room. Yeah. Because right, exactly. The difference is if things get 
cross, I can still punch you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I don't want to do that. I'm not implying that that's what I want to happen. I'm just saying it's, I think it adds to some stability. <laughs> I think you're further away than you think. <laughs> you, you can't reach me over here. Right. Yeah. Objects in mirror may appear closer than what they actually are. Um, all right. So we've got uh, Elkie welcoming both Johnny and Drew. Um, Matt Baker says, my dudes. Yeah. Hey, Matt. Matt, good to have you join us here, buddy. Um, I know that Matt's worked with you guys quite a bit, uh, especially with the mixtapes. Yeah. So God bless Matt Baker. Good dude for you, sure, man. man. Good dude. Uh, Jason West says, give him some coffee. Well, he's got some coffee. <laughs> uh, to what extent? I'm not sure. Um, and Terry says, uh, does Drew need some crown? Well, that's entirely possible. Um, I guess uh, we'll wait and see what Drew needs. Not yet. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brian says, uh, Jared can fix the drunk. Just ask him. No, boy. <laughs> We're stirring it already. Uh, Gene Whedon says, is that a 90s running suit that I see? You're damn right. It show is, son. Damn right. <laughs> he jogged all the way over here to the studio. <laughs> Let's get physical. Oh, wrong, wrong decade. Sorry. All right. So here's the deal, guys. We can we can sit here and, and get to know each other and, and chat for a minute. But why do that when we can just jump into things and play a game and get to know each other that way? So, gentlemen, do you want to go ahead and play a game and, and kind of break the ice a little bit? Yes. Yeah. Sweet. So do I. All right. So let's go ahead and introduce this first game. Um, if neither of you have ever seen the show, shame on you. No, I'm kidding. Um, if you've never seen the show, that's kind of what we do. We just play games, chill, have a good time and let loose. So, um, Drew reined it in a little bit, Johnny, let's do this. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's do this first. I have oh. just one question. Have you thought about being a guest on the show? We are currently seeking music lovers of all kinds to join in on our fun. If you're interested in being a guest, or if you just have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can message us on Facebook or email us at the audio rose podcast at gmail.com. You can also submit any topics you'd like to hear discussed. All right, so um, now then, now that we've got that out of the way, let's go ahead and play our first game. Excuse me. <laughs> All right, so gentlemen, this is a game called Know It All, um, and this is a um, high-pressure type game. Um, where all the points matter, so make sure you get all your answers correctly. Um, okay, so all joking aside, the way that this is going to work is there will be six different categories. You guys will take turns um, choosing the category, and uh, we'll go back and forth uh, two times each. And then on the fifth time, we will let the audience select which category you choose. So in this, um, in the categories, you're going to take, for example, it might say um, models of car. And so you, there'll be a 60 second timer and you guys will have to go back and forth and um, na keep naming different types of cars, for example. So um, no pressure. If uh, the timer runs out and it's 
stopped on if you're the one answering and you can't come up with an answer if you're not con consistently bringing answers uh you lose and the other player gets a point so uh now that i've thoroughly confused you gentlemen let's go ahead and cover uh the different categories for today the categories are as follows fast food dog breeds instruments local bands cocktails and holidays all right so uh let's go ahead and kick things off um let's see here drew you were the first on the scene uh in the studio today so i'm gonna let you start this thing off um so uh yeah i'll let you choose whichever uh, category you would like to choose shoot well i feel like the obvious one now is cocktails <laughs> <laughs> these were made in advance i swear I think you had some context clues. <laughs> I swear I had no idea. Uh, Elkie says, who's talking? Uh, it depends on when you're talking about. Um, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, cock, all cock ales for a hundred, Alex. Yeah. Um, okay. So you said cocktails. So I'm going to go ahead and put 60 seconds on the timer. Drew, you're going to start uh, with naming a cocktail. And after that, Johnny, you'll name a cocktail and you'll continue to go back and forth until time is up. All right, no pressure. Gentlemen, you ready? <laughs> uh, mojito. Long oh, Island on. iced tea. Old fashioned. Ooh. Mai Tai. Pina Colata. Margarita. Strawberry daiquiri. Tom Collins. Raspberry daiquiri. <laughs> Good God. Uh, <laughs> I found the cocktail loophole. Seven it's, the seven. Oh. it's the daiquiri loophole. <laughs> it's the daiquiri loophole. Uh, Johnny did give us an answer, but unfortunately it was after the timer. So, uh, Drew. Cone daiquiri. <laughs> Drew, you're getting the... Uh, <laughs> you're getting the uh, points on that one. Let me... <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, let me jump over here and uh, make this adjustment to our board. Good Lord. Um, don't you beep at me thing. Uh, okay. Come on, mouse. Please work. Anytime. Anytime. My mouse is drunk. Sorry. I don't think I, I'll, I'm going to be honest real quick. And I don't want to oh, God. interrupt this the flow is, of the show. This is already getting dark. I, I can feel. I got to interrupt. Okay. That wasn't a fair point. It wasn't a fair point. Oh, why is that? I cheated. I found the daiquiri loophole. Come on. Like, maybe it's not in the regulations right now, but you know in a few years. Right. When <laughs> League's definitely going to put that in there. Daiquiris are out. You say daiquiri, that's it. You can't put. Yeah, you're playing current strategy, though. I, th I think it works. <laughs> okay, well... It's your point. Yeah. In all fairness, I wasn't even watching the clock. <laughs> in all fairness, I said that it would be. In all fairness, I said that it would be sixty seconds, and it was thirty. And the other, th and the other thing is, you could have jumped on the daiquiri wagon with me. No, you know, you... we could have just gotten real creative with daiquiris. I think that's an unwritten rule. When somebody else jumps on that train, you you gotta leave it alone. Totally. That, that was your daiquiri. Let that loophole. daiquiri dog lie. Yeah, that was not mine. <laughs> that daiquiri dog. Wow. You got a new band name, right? Daiquiri the Daiquiri Dogs. The Daiquiri Dogs. We're doing exclusively yacht rock. So smooth. <laughs> Come listen to the Daiquiri Dogs. 
Good grief. With two sax players. <laughs> Only sax players. <laughs> well, that's not going to work. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so let's go back over to our board here. Um, Johnny, it looks like um, you get to choose next. So um, the choice is yours. Huh. Can I see the choices again? Because I have forgotten. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. No, I don't you know can't. why you're... I've got you staring at me, and that's let's get away from that. <laughs> so we've got fast food, dog breeds, instruments, local bands, and holidays. How specific do these answers need to be? Well, uh, about this specific. That escalated so quickly, I wasn't even ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> let's go fast food. Okay, oh. fast food it is. So I'm going to put 30 seconds, not 60, on the clock. And... Um, Whenever the time starts, you'll be able to begin on your first one. So, um, ready? Here we go. Wendy's. Taco Bell. filet fish McDonald's. Is that the same answer? It's McDonald's. <laughs> but I said it fun. Uh, uh, churches. Burger King. Chick-fil-A. Canes. Raising Canes. The most popular restaurant in Springfield, Missouri. Sonic. Oh, shit. Jack in the Box. White Castle. Oh, Ooh. I'm counting that. He, Man, he, the buzzer beater. Yes. The buzzer beater. The buzzer beater. That was a deliberate pause. He thought of White Castle before that contest started. He goes, I'm going to end on White Castle <laughs> and close it That was the one in my pocket. You got to start with an answer. You've got White pocket. Castle in your pocket? Is <laughs> well, that yeah. what I'm hearing? You could put White Castle in your pocket. <laughs> I've got White Castle in my pocket, and the other one is trying to get a soft drink. I don't know. <laughs> I, we're learning that song right now. Are you really? Yeah. That'll be fantastic. Yeah, having a a, a whole Alana set coming up. Really? Awesome. Here, that would be here great. shortly. I think it'll be cool. That'll be really cool. Looking forward gonna to it. You're going to get a big turnout from that, for sure. Hopefully. I, no, I just I know so many people that are... But if you're sick, don't come. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone is invited. Right. That's, that's yes. what that means. Yes. Um, you know who you are. Get tested. Wear a mask. Yeah, exactly, people. Come on now. Um, all right. So that was fast food. Let me update our board here. And... All right. Um, that's not what I want. I want get rid of that so many buttons this is ridiculous yeah, dude, i have no idea how you do all this uh i by the seat of my pants <laughs> okay so um drew it is your turn to pick your second category so have at it dog breeds oh going with the dog breeds man's best friend all right so i'm going to put 30 seconds back up on the board and uh drew is going to kick off some dog breeds Ready? Go. Cocker Spaniel. German Shepherd. Doberman. Yorkie. Husky. Siberian Husky. <laughs> A little the payback. Husky loophole now? <laughs> uh, strawberry daiquiri. Um, uh, Hot dog. <laughs> uh, uh, Wiener schnitzel. That's not it. Uh, fuck. Um, uh, 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 black. Oh, look at this. Look at that dirty pool. Oh, my goodness. I mean, to tell you, it is on now. If this was, this was going to be, here's the deal. This was going to be a nice, friendly little game, well, little icebreaker. So. But now 
now it's on. I totally did that wrong. Elky, I'm sorry. This one's for you. But now it's on. <laughs> We're fighting to the death. Okay. Jeez. Don't have to get so serious. Um, let me go ahead and re-update our board. <laughs> That's uh, 17 more buttons for me to push. Yay me. Uh, here we go. And get out of that one. Shit. <laughs> Sue, I mean, that's what I meant. Uh, you know, whatever. Chitsu. Yeah. Gazoon type. <laughs> uh, okay. So here is our updated board. Boy, this is looking crazy. Um, do you, you have a can of spray paint in your computer? I, I do. I do. Uh, I had to. I had to shake it really hard today. Just yeah. say. Uh, okay, so um, let's see here. Johnny, this is your uh, second pick, so I'll let you have at it. Holidays. Holidays. I hate holidays. It would be so nice. Okay, so uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? Good. Yeah. Hit it. Christmas. Easter. Boxing Day. Kwanzaa. Thanksgiving. Uh... Uh, St. Patrick's Day. Quorum. Uh, you cultured. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you so cultured. Uh, Secretary's Day. <laughs> uh, Columbus Day. Uh, all Saints Day. I think that's all of them. <laughs> we covered all of it? <laughs> did we? No, you're missing the I big did, ones. I did Secretary's Day, for Christ's sake. Yeah, well, you missed Christmas, Thanksgiving, well, we did, Halloween. We started with Christmas. John started with Christmas. Okay, Christmas. well, then I wasn't paying attention. You hit it with Christmas. No, you got it with Christmas. And then I said Easter, and as soon as that happened, I was like, "We got to." You're get, like, "I'm done." No, we just got to get off the Anglo-Saxon shit and make sure that we're <laughs> we're not, that we're all holidays. Oh my god! Oh, we got to make sure we did that. Here you go. Uh, David Klein says snow days. Snow <laughs> those days. those kind of holidays. Like it yeah. Sometimes. Um. Yeah. So Drew, I think you kind of dropped the ball on that one. Okay, that's my bad. Yep, that's my bad. Uh, so we're gonna do a. Um, well, I tell you what, we'll let. Those of you watching along with this, uh, all 32 of you can pick um, whoever says it first, uh, whatever category we've got left, which uh, let me let me just, you know, do that real quick. Um, local, it's local bands. Yes, local bands. And, uh, and famous and, first ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and instruments, local bands and instruments. So there's what our board is looking like. Uh, the spray painted hot mess that it is. Instruments and local bands. What's it going to be? Oh, everybody's saying local bands for a clean sweep. Um, yeah. So uh, local bands it is. Gentlemen, um, I'm going to let, uh, let's see here. Drew, you started the game, so I'm going to let you start on this last one. Starting with local bands. Now, here's the thing. They could be uh, together. They could be like recently broken up. Like I'm not going to, you know, totally get, get in the weeds on that. I can't keep up with everybody. So, uh, let's go ahead and start the timer. Drew, when you're ready. The mixtapes. Red Light Runner. Ah, God dang it. Got me back. Uh, Love Bomb. Smoky Folk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to beat you last one. Last Drew Heathens. Beat that. Beat you. Dirty Saints. Um, Who? <laughs> Wicked Shimmy. Machine Gun Symphony. Uh, members Only. Dream ritual. Kids and kids and chemicals. Fern. Fuck. Oh, I think that Johnny got in just under the wire on that one. Dang it. Ooh, 
he smoked you, boy. It made me swear that I knew he got <laughs> he got that in there. Man. He did. He was waiting. He's like, oh, God. had to have a short one last. I yes. set my jacket up for this. Woo. This is like the. <laughs> it's getting hot in her. <laughs> so rack up all the points. All right. Good job, fellas. Um, <laughs> let me see what we've got next. Uh, I tell you what, let's. Um, let me go somewhere around here. I had some notes. Let's take a, a quick little break. And uh, when we come back, we will uh, get to know Mr. Johnny Shelton. We'll put him in the hot seat. So stick around. Oh, oh yeah. Rock Coffee. Our coffee rocks. All right. So uh, the fellows have taken their, their first break, if you will. So it's just you and me. Uh, so let me um, pull the comments back up over here so I can kind of see what's up. Uh, Jay Stevens, how's it going? Um, <laughs> Jay Stevens says, can I get glittery singers for 300, please? Absolutely. Um, again, you're going to have to supply the glitter and the 300 bucks uh, since, you know, you're up there in the big times rolling in that uh, clear water dough. <laughs> yeah, you guys are. Uh, there you go. There's an old throwback. Open fire. Uh, trivia for you. Open fire is what uh, got Sunset Strip started. My old 80s cover band. Uh, kind of got us on the in with uh, the local music scene as far as being a cover band. So uh, shout out to Frankie and the boys. Uh, so yeah, look at you guys. You guys are still going. Bootleg Riot. Absolutely. Nathan Bryce, Plush, Paralandra, uh, Abandoned Cadillac. Um, Elkie, I meant to ask you about that. Tell me something about Abandoned Cadillac. Um, are they still around? When were they around if they're not still? Um, I really, really, really enjoyed that song um, that you had sent in for us. Uh, for the uh, Seven Songs in Seven Days by them. Um, let's see here. That was called uh, Why Get Up. Why Get Up. Good stuff, man. Really good stuff. Um, Many Colored Death. Yeah, that's one that I was waiting for them to uh, to list for sure, uh, Haley. Um, <laughs> David says, uh, the band the band Dirty Jason West. I don't, I don't know that band. I think it's a solo project. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, nope, they're not. They broke up about five years ago, Deborah says. Okay. Uh, were they? I'm assuming they're from here in Springfield, or where are they from? Because I really enjoyed them. Um, and also, the video that they shot was that at Archie's, or where was that at? Uh, I didn't know that Archie's was such a hot spot for music videos, but uh, I dug it. I dug it. Stone Chapel Band, yeah. You guys are. I mean, you're killing it. That's all I could say. You're killing it. Um, let me jump over here and see who's with us. Hey, they're back. Oh, oh, well, hello, gentlemen. <clears throat> Did you uh, get all? All uh, relieved? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Good deal. What are you um, talking about, buddy? Uh, well, I don't know. See, this is an adult show, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right, so I am going to go ahead and uh, let's see if I can do this right. Uh, nope. See, totally messed it up. Um, we'll go ahead. <laughs> we'll go ahead and talk um, with uh, Johnny Shelton at this point. Um, so, Johnny, 
Uh, I've got a few questions for you, but before before we get into the uh, the nitty gritty of things, I've got uh, a, a question that I start things off with with everybody. Sir, what is your favorite flavor of pop tart? I don't like pop tarts. At a boy, but if you if you had no other food on the planet and that was in front of you, uh, you're in the pop tart aisle. What would you grab? I had very hard feelings toward pop tarts because the the flavor that I loved was unfrosted cherry. Oh, they of course got rid of that when I was 12, 13 years old, something like that. Woo. They abandoned you. Oh my goodness. Yeah, my oldest daughter actually once made me an unfrosted cherry because I guess that I had gone on enough times about <laughs> missing <laughs> unfrosted cherry. Now, when you say made you one, does that mean like body She's, frosted and, and scraped it yeah, off? She okay. scraped all the <laughs> topping off. She was. I don't know. That's a keeper, folks. That oh, is a keeper. Yeah, she's wow. the best. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, no you are you no are. Ever done that for me? <laughs> See, right, right. Uh, <laughs> now, if I had to eat a pop tart, it would probably be the unfrosted oh. uh, brown sugar cinnamon. Oh, oh, god, the worst of the worst. Uh, <laughs> See, I don't like pop tarts. No, so. uh, well, it shows, buddy. <laughs> What's funny, uh, full disclosure for everybody watching, um, before we went live, they're like, hey, are you, are you okay with like some dark humor? And I'm like, I feel like right now this this dark humor <laughs> with this unfrosted, dry, yeah. shingly tasting uh, brown sugar. Ugh, <laughs> it's pretty dark, Johnny. I don't know. We're going to have to brighten things up a little bit. Um, okay, so uh, real quick, I want to dive into just a little bit of your history, Johnny, as far as um, your musicianship. Did you play an instrument in school? Yeah, I played the trumpet in middle school. Okay. I stopped that when I got braces. Well, I mean, it does make things a little bit more difficult for sure. I pretended for about a semester. And then... <laughs> pretended? <laughs> you mean you just stood there and like you, you did a Drew Biney intro, basically? Is that what you're talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, that's exactly what I did for a semester. <laughs> I, I just held up the trumpet and did not play it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Rippy. Right. <laughs> he didn't like me anyway. So uh, did he did he find out and rippy you a new one? That's really funny. Oh, I bet you've never heard that before. But I did set him up for that at the break. <laughs> You're right. See, here's the notes that he passed right over here. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I did not. <laughs> okay. So are there any instruments that you don't play that you wish you could, Johnny? Uh keys. Really? Uh, yeah, I I play keys here and there. Um, wait, that would be drastically overstating it. I play keys on like two songs, little memorized parts. Sure. I had my my worst mixtapes performance that I remember one night. Um, I I have to play actual chords on the keys when we play "Steal My Sunshine," and I put my hand in the wrong position. It was a private party, thankfully, but, and I'm playing it and the chords were working. I was playing <laughs> something else in some other key, but to myself, as everything around me is just devolving into something very unlistenable and so uncomfortable for Katie and Ryan who have to sing this right. while Johnny is murdering the song yeah. on piano. And I'm thinking, <laughs> the bass player is in the wrong key and I know it has to be him because I can't play piano and this part, this works. is all that I know. Like, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't randomly be choosing right. a, to play the wrong thing. Yeah. Right. Groupings of notes that would actually work and sound like a thing. So 
he's definitely just we hadn't played the song in about a month so i thought yeah jason just dropped the ball yeah he he's not finding his spot on the song and if i just keep playing it's gonna work itself out so i played the entire song he'll figure it out yeah just he'll catch up entirely the wrong thing it was so bad that's amazing that's when you need um and to be totally clear i've done the exact same thing where i'm playing the wrong thing and i'm looking around at the guy's like Oh. <laughs> it's yeah. me it's oh, me we were so, at another band's show at one point and i think they didn't communicate exactly they learned a new song this was going to be the first show where they played it and they hadn't communicated clearly which key it would be in and i think that there were three keys going i'm not exactly sure Ooh. uh that's some jazz stuff. Another member of our band was filming stage side and one of the one of the guys from that group walked over and made him put his phone down. <laughs> Stop filming this. Right, yes. Cuz I mean we've all had those moments. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. And and the chances of those moments happening increase tenfold when you see somebody out in the audience with their phone doing this number. Oh right. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. oh no. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So what you need, it sounds like, Johnny, is you need a uh, pitch bender on the side of your keys that you can, oh, well, if it is me, I'm just going to go until it starts sounding right. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just looks like you put your own spin on it. Dude, this was a a, a mid-70s Wurlitzer electric piano. It wasn't going to do anything but the wrong notes I was playing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. It just does what it's told. My bandmates were very gracious with me. <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Says. Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, think we've played that song since. <laughs> <laughs> what song was it? Uh, Steal My Sunshine. By oh, Lynn. gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yes. Blame the bass player. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Uh, somewhere I saw, where did that go? Here you go. Uh, Brian says mixtapes killing it with Amish paradise. That would be really fun. I didn't know that actually happened at the, the last show we played in Springfield. Um, Amish paradise. Yeah. Amish paradise sense. happened. We play gangsters <clears throat> paradise here and there, but nobody told me that it was going to be Amish paradise that night. It was just a surprise. Somebody just was, yelled out, turn him lots of butter. And you went with it? <laughs> no, um, I, I think that the others in the band had arranged it, and I was the only one who didn't know. You weren't privy to it, yeah. Yeah, because uh, a hat and a, a false beard came out, and it was it was a full-on Amish <laughs> paradise. It was really fun. <laughs> Did you have a full choir and everything? That would have been great. No, we put that choir on a track. Perfect. We don't do a whole lot of stuff with tracks, but that's one of those things that well, we used to try to we used to try to do it with the organ and voices but it just doesn't it doesn't come across the same way and especially when you at least i think when you're doing music like that where even the original artist would be performing it with everything on tracks anyway yes then you're not really you're not I don't cheating feel like you're, you're not cheating anybody any more than right, the original. just yeah if you're gonna do um or gangster's paradise <laughs> I, I said amish paradise <laughs> if you're gonna do that i like it a whole lot better just putting the choir on a track yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, to be fair, um, I don't think that uh, whether it be Coolio or Weird Al Yankovic, I don't think any of them are going to split their money up 32 ways with a choir. So <laughs> why should a local band? Right. <laughs> well, on the, the stage real estate. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Without question. Um, so, Johnny, um, just without any um, context, covers or originals and why? Um, I don't really like the or 
there. It it's a kind of a matter of the function for me. Um, I mean, the mixtapes obviously is strictly a cover thing, and even if we were even if we were collaborating with one another on the stuff that that each of us writes, we wouldn't play it at a mixtape show. Um, right. People don't come to see us for the the art or the creativity. I think people come to see us because it's fun. Right. So we're just throwing a party. Um, so for the mixtapes, it's a really easy question to answer because it's 100% cover. There's there's not any room for something else. But um, I mean, as far as what I want to do when I, I pick up an instrument at home, I I may practice parts that I'm working on. I have to play no scrubs constantly or I screw it up badly uh, <laughs> when we play it live. Um, something about the rate at which you have to drag your finger, but, but whatever. Oh, um, yeah. That's always I, interesting to me to find out because um, I don't play guitar. Which um, parts are harder which, than Yeah, what, what's, a, what's an easy song or what's a, a, a challenging song? Well, and I think that varies for, for people. For me in particular, keeping no scrubs in time and played clean right. sucks. Yeah. Uh, we would, I would stop playing it if it didn't get a good reaction. Right. Uh, yeah. But that's the thing. It's a great song. So like, yeah. Well, here's a song I'm going to screw up about five times. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you look down on the set list and you're like, well, here we yeah, go. Yeah. That is exactly what it's like that in the beginning of 1979, because you oh, know yeah. you're just kind of starting. It's cold just you. It, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, but playing around the house, it's either practicing like that or it's stuff that I, that I'm writing. Um, and that's, I, I don't know, just different functions, at least for yeah. me. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Um, so Johnny, do you have any pre-show or post-show rituals that you do? No, no, everything it's, you don't have <laughs> like, you don't put your left shoe on before you go to a show first, or you don't smoke three cigarettes right before you go to get on stage or I mean, nothing. No, you don't I can, go to steak and shake afterwards every time. No, like, no, I don't think so. I mean, so you're not a creature of habit. I've never really thought about this. Oh boy, um, <laughs> cutting edge, <but> probably, folks. <laughs> probably not. I mean, our setup process seems to take forever. So yeah, it's running lines and and whatnot, and then you get stuff ready to go. But uh, I tend to not be very talkative, so I'm. Or I tend to not be very talkative when we're when we're at a place to play. Right. So if there's time between actually getting set up and starting, I I tend to try to disappear. Yeah, no, I, by I myself. I totally understand. Like I said, I've been to several mixtape shows and stuff, and uh, this 45 minutes that we spent together, I've I've never heard uh, any more come out of your mouth than what I've heard these last 45 minutes. So this is fantastic. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, let's let's see here. So um, finally, um, what would you be, Johnny, if you had followed your childhood dream? Well, I guess by this age, I would be a retired baseball player. Oh, okay, very nice. So you were into sports and stuff in school. Did you play just baseball? Yeah. Uh, our family is a baseball family, and I'm I'm probably honestly a little on the small side for other sports. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't afford horse riding. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it is so, a yeah, fairly I, elite uh, sport, if yeah, you will. I, I went straight from pouring all of my time as a kid into 
playing baseball into picking up my dad's guitar one summer and I just sit and, and make stuff up. And I don't know, it, it was just from one thing That's to really the next. Cool. It, once, once baseball was kind of working its way out, all I wanted to do was play music. So that's really cool. So your dad is a musician as well. It sounds like. Yes. That's yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. I come from a, a family of he's, I think the only one musical on, on his side, but my mom's side, uh, just tons of musicians. Huh? Wow. Very cool, man. Um, did you get to see your parents like your dad or anybody play in bands live yourself or was, yeah, um, were they done by the time that you came of age sort of say well the i would say the only proper band that my parents did was a, a country band with my grandparents and they had a, a standing weekly gig they played every friday and saturday night at a place called sharon's up at lake of the ozarks uh, first time i ever saw a buffet um, really yeah sharon's <laughs> had a buffet it was it was fancy shout out to sharon <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, my dad played guitar. My mom played drums. That my grandma played guitar, and they wow, sang. Man. It was a, a country group, and that's what they did for years when I was a kid. And now they they've both been singing in church, kind of ever since then, mid eighties, I would say. Wow, that's really cool, man. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, really cool. And my dad has the the greatest voice, like the greatest natural gift of a voice of anyone I've heard in person in my life. It, wow. It's unreal. It makes me very jealous. <laughs> did he record music and stuff at all? Or did he also no, do not, covers and stuff? Not really. Um, he was, he once won a contest and the, the prize was recording time. And the guy who ran this studio told him he didn't have a recording voice. What I'm only so dismissive of this guy because I feel like, I don't know a, a lot about a lot of things. Um, I feel like I know music well enough to right. have an opinion on this. Yes. And that's the most, it's not the single most absurd thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but if you asked me to list, hey, Johnny, in your entire life, what are the 10 dumbest things you've ever heard said? That would be one of them. I got a really dumb thing. It's one of my favorite things. Like you think say. it's going to make the top 10? I think it could. I hope Anyways, so. Because it was a genuine question. This okay. girl looks me dead in the face. She goes, hey, Drew, do you believe in pirates? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Are, excuse me, what? <laughs> right. Like, do you believe in pirates? Like, I mean, like, like, like ghost aliens, like, like the people who aren't sure they're real. And I was like, no, no, pirates are just criminal <laughs> did you, boats. That's did you it. just say ghost aliens? Ghost aliens, you know, like they can't, can't prove them, can't prove they're real. I think her only concept for piracy was Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, that's it. That's all she knew about it. Okay. Like, because all the treasure and ghosts and, and hauntings. And the booty. Do you believe in that? <laughs> do you believe that? <laughs> well, do you? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Johnny Elke asked, uh, shortstop in baseball, is that the position you played? Yeah. Uh, primarily shortstop. I, I played some second base and pitched as well. I was outfield and third base. Nice. Because I was slow. That's Man, I, I hated <laughs> third base. The ball got on you so fast. But I love third base. I hated being in the outfield. Like you get caught playing in the dirt or, you know, picking the grass, that kind of stuff. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, I'm picking <laughs> the dirt. Yeah. Pitcher in third base. We are we are separated at birth twins. I think. Uh, this is insane. Yeah. I, um, 
I don't know what I'm going to do with you, Drew. I just don't know. Uh, <laughs> Joshua Poole says, is horse riding really a sport, though? The horse is doing most of the work. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, Have you ever ridden that's a horse? No, I've, like, no, I rode a horse a couple of times on my aunt and uncle's farm when I was a kid. And I want to say I would have probably been around 10. What was his name? The horse's name? Yeah. I don't know. So he was the horse with no name. I apparently it was <laughs> this was also on my notes I mean, from, from Johnny. Vantage, yeah, we've we've set all these jokes up. You guys keep listening. I'm just, you know, swinging, hitting hitting <laughs> home runs over here. Um <laughs> Okay, so here's what I want to do next. Uh Jason West says, uh well, uh tall stop is out of the question. Oh. There you go. Oh. Um <laughs> Yeah. That's a little low there, Jason. Right, yes. Um okay, so what I've got here is a um, a collection, if you will, of segments uh, from mixtape shows. Um, and so I'm going to show those. And while we're watching that, John, if you want to provide some commentary and kind of tell us uh, um, about like where it was, when it was, um, anything interesting happened at this show, that kind of thing. Um, and uh, yeah, let me uh, switch us to uh, this. And here we go. <laughs> Well, the guy singing right now is Jason Nunn, who at this point in time was a fairly regular fill-in for us. Okay. But now he's he's been our bass player for, uh, I guess, about the last six months and has, has done all the shows since Jason Denny moved. This is a Green Day song, obviously. And this is uh, at Crave. This is at Crave. R.I.P. Yes, big time, man. I miss that place. Me too. Okay, so now we've moved on somewhere else. Uh, that looks like George's the... Majestic. Okay, yeah. My um, guess is that it's George's. Yep, it does look like George's. Um, I've played there before with my King Diamond tribute band. Uh, it's a great, great venue. I love the load in there. Oh, man. Yeah, and a green room. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, you a feel like one? a pro. If there's there's a bathroom? We have a bathroom? <laughs> right. There's a shower even. It's nuts. Yeah. So... Obviously, a live song. Is this you singing? Yes. Oh, Good and we God. changed again. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm just taking a stab here. This looks like a Halloween show. This is one of my favorite costumes. Yeah, yes, it's a Halloween show. See, when I did that the first time, it kind of got birth. Well, let me stop for a second. I'm dressed as Katie, our lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> um, that it, I mean, as much as it does look exactly like her, that is not topless Katie in a feather boa playing <laughs> guitar on Bulls on Parade. Yeah, I didn't know this was happening today. <laughs> it seems like there's a lot that happens that you're just not aware of. That is the guitar that I accidentally broke at Wingapalooza that year. Uh, and what happened? How did that happen? I saw, well, I saw pictures and stuff. We but... finished the show with this song. And um, and Jason Denny and I would often just throw down our instruments, but I'm normally playing a a bolt-on neck Fender guitar that is rugged as hell and has been thrown all over the place with no real... I mean, anytime it's gotten its neck knocked out of pocket or something, you just put it back in, tune it up for the next set, and it's good to go. Right. Gibsons are a lot more fragile, and I just was not thinking. And... 
Yeah, the the reaction from the people in the room was great. It was the energy was I don't I from my vantage point, it felt like the energy really hit a peak. Right. So the song is over. You just throw the guitar down and walk off. And it was like right after it left my hands, I I remembered which guitar I was throwing yeah. down. Yep. And I just watched the headstock <laughs> pop off of oh. it. Like, good god yeah i've uh really? I've, with the dirty with working with the dirty saints and stuff doing production for them i've seen the same kind of thing when russ weatherby was in the band with them and he would i mean he would have like a junk guitar and he would um play it for a song give it away that kind of you know just whatever he would do that kind of stuff or i've seen him you know break a guitar all this kind of stuff and i want to say it was new year's eve last year and they were here at the riff and um it was a, whatever the last song was that they were playing and he's got his guitar up as a matter of fact i've got a guitar over here He's got his guitar and he's doing like the above his head and you know this kind of thing and he's like doing this like and i'm and i'm standing right next to his wife renee and we're like oh god no because it's like a, a 3500 less paul that he's got right. and we're thinking oh my god no it's not worth it i don't care what you're feeling in the moment don't do it and thankfully <laughs> he, he put the strap back on and kept playing i'm like oh thank god but yeah I, I can totally relate and understand you know when when you're feeling that moment and uh and then all of a sudden in the for like there's a split second yeah i'm going for it or no, not worth it. Yeah, I uh, mean, I've only broken a, only attempted to break a guitar on purpose once, and that was at the end of a show. There was a friend who used to come see us a lot, who really, really wanted us to break a guitar. And it I, is harder than it looks. It is, and I just kept <laughs> telling him, "Man, I just don't. I don't think people really want to see us do that. That right. feels out of character for you." Throwing the guitars like we would do was something that happened in the moment but taking a guitar up there to break and it being staged was right it i just felt a little off about it yeah uh but well, he talked me into it and we attempted to break that guitar i took a few it was at the outland ballroom and i i hit the stage with it and it was so loud it made me very uncomfortable. So uh. then I went to the brick wall, <laughs> oh, no. busted a piece of brick off of the wall with this. It's some Jeez. squire guitar that weighed 15 pounds. And after that, I just threw it down and I figured the whole thing could be over with. But Jason Denny, our bass player, picked it up and I think put it against the drum riser and heel kicked it and just snapped the thing. You must have taken uh, karate as a kid. Yeah, so it, it, it did get like broken that this. night, but I don't know that that guitar from that clip that I broke at Wingapalooza was definitely an accident and just a kind of a dumb moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that, I I could go on and on about stuff like that. Like there's times where uh, we were talking earlier, you know, about people going live when you're performing, even if you're not live, if you're just doing a video. I can't tell you how many times I've seen myself performing on stage on video and I'm singing a chorus or something and I let the audience sing and I get back on. I'm like, yeah. And in the moment, I'm like, man, this feels cool. It's like me and the audience. I right. watch it back. I'm like, man, they were, all, you know, they they weren't on key at all. And then I'm like, I'm totally distracting from the music by, yeah, you rock, come on, guy, <laughs> you know. And it's like, oh, it felt better in the moment. <laughs> uh, that that energy is is something special. It is. And I think when you're feeling it, I don't like watching clips of stuff like that from shows because. I don't want to be taken out of it yeah. when it's actually, there I don't want to, I'm already going to overthink things too much anyway, yes. because it's my nature. So anything that feeds my, uh, my inclination to 
to think about to hesitate. Yeah. yeah, I try to stay away from it. Yeah, cause... no, that's smart advice for sure. Um, Matt Baker says, uh, Johnny as Katie gets me feeling a kind of way. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, I, uh... I've had that effect on some people, I'm told. And I, I'm, I think I started to say it when that clip came on. I meant to do that every year after that. Yeah. It started as uh, the mixtapes dressed as Machine Gun Symphony for Halloween one year, which I thought was awesome. That sounds awesome. And it turned out that Machine Gun was talking about dressing as us. <laughs> and then Oren boiled the idea down to, you guys, we should all just dress as Katie. Which, oh my God, even yeah, better. It would have been the best. And they they backed away from that ledge and they didn't do it at all. Uh, I think they dressed as cowboys or something. I, It's like five years and and a, probably a, a few gallons of, of gin between now and, and back then. So I don't remember for sure. <laughs> but I did run with their idea and dress as Katie that year. Brilliant. And I thought I was going to do it every year. Last year, I decided not to. I reprised it this year. Really didn't care for it. It's probably the last time I'm doing. That. Is she is she a pretty good team player? Does she take it in stride, or oh, is she like, a, guys, what are you doing? No, she's a good team player. Um, That's awesome. Uh, I, I think I think I've pissed her off a couple times with it. Oh, I'm sure. Well, because you wait, do you get into character? Also? I got into character a little bit too much. She felt like I was making fun. She felt That's like it was. She felt attacked. In all fairness, if she were playing me as a character i i would probably sure. react poorly <laughs> you're like i don't do that do i do i do that <laughs> guys do i do that yeah. yeah i could only imagine um all right uh mark lebrock how's it going he says uh which one was dan fritz <laughs> you know um, i don't i don't know i don't know yeah it's that's uh but dan was still in the band at that point so yeah. somebody, somebody it wasn't me it. who was dan <laughs> Matt I, says I really don't know. you tore her leggings, didn't you? Yeah. So did, did you like legit just borrow her clothes or did you go out and and, and shop as the first Katie? year I borrowed her clothes, but she was concerned about the things that I might ruin. So the <laughs> next year I went shopping. Um, nice. Nice. Lesson learned. <laughs> yeah. And this year I did it again and I ruined a skirt that she actually really liked. Oh no. My guitar took off a bunch of the facing. But these shows are too long and hot. <laughs> Yeah, it was. She just chimed in. I I did tear her skirt and she <laughs> there threw you it go. away the next day. That jerk. I know. <laughs> oh man, well, it's probably retired. Her skirts are safe. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are problems you don't anticipate having when you get decide to start a band. I know, you know right? Someone yeah. Warns you about someone should have warned me. Yeah, pissing off your wife because you had to borrow her skirt <laughs> for a gig. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and by the way, how do you tear a skirt? Uh, it was. It's not like a pair of pants. It's not like you rip the crotch the out. The job's break, already been done. The same way you break a squire. I mean, do I need to explain this? Uh, uh, well, <laughs> it was my guitar sitting on it all night long. Um, and when you say it, the skirt. Okay, gotcha. On the skirt. <laughs> this was the first year that I wore a body. Is it a bodysuit that I wore? I don't know why I'm asking you, Drew. Wait, the I thing that snaps. <laughs> That snaps. Yeah, it, it like, snaps like a like along a, your undercarriage. The, uh, what's that called? Uh, like a onesie? I think it's a body. I don't know. It, like, it looks like a long sleeve women's like one piece. Swimsuit. Is it like Spanx? Is I, it like, I've never put like on a body Spanx. body tightening. Yeah, Johnny doesn't need Spanx. It was slimming. <laughs> yes, that was what's that called? The boots. Boot, if if Johnny put on Spanx, he would disappear. <laughs> I wore it to make my boobs look. Good. <laughs> oh, there you go. 
Uh, oh, are, so are you talking a corset? A corset. Uh, That's what I was. Thinking. No, no. It it had full on arms. It was. Um, yeah, this is either a onesie, some long johns. Katie or... posted a picture of yes, the a leotard. Uh, bodysuit here maybe body somebody suit, can chime in with there, what uh, this actually katie was. katie's chiming in and she said it, it was vinyl and uh yes body it's suit. a bodysuit okay so i wore a bodysuit which yeah was incredibly uncomfortable <laughs> was it nude in, in case color? You're <laughs> no um it i'm gonna i'm gonna show you a picture drew <laughs> okay. she's she's yelling at you now it was a bodysuit <laughs> <laughs> it was that oh <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, not proud of it now. Right. You know. <laughs> so did it look a little weird? Yeah, I, yeah, you know, probably. I think that if you didn't know you guys, um, that that picture could have come from some really shady places. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I would like to think that the mixtapes turned that place into a pretty shady place that night because I think that's what people are counting on. Reputation shifted. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, Turned my goodness. the page with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> how did we get here? I, I don't know. And, because and Jared showed that clip. That, I did. It wouldn't have come up. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Jason says, uh, snaps in the back. <laughs> oh, on the sack. Sorry. Oh, on the, oh. on the sack. Yeah. That's even worse. Yeah, it, it kind of hurt. Jason's oh, my goodness. swinging with both fists in the comment section. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I tell you what. Uh, let's move right along. Let's play our second game of the day. Um, here we go. Oh, that's not the right button. That's the right button. Oh, shoot. <sighs> this is not going to be good. You don't think so? No, I think it's going to be fantastic. I got a confession to make. It's that I, I still sometimes use, I've gotten a ton of shit. About it's like you're a musician. Whatever you're about ready to say, it's it's I, like you're a musician. I, Go I, ahead. I, got to try, I used my charts, right? I got some. I got lyrics up there, and I don't use them most of the time. Okay. Sometimes I need that reference point. Like, if I know the first line, then I'll know the rest of the verse. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we could we could do a whole podcast on this. In fact, I kind of have. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm... I'm Full disclosure, I'm the same way. I'll mix the second verse with the third verse 10 yeah. times out of 10. Right. So I, I have the same thing. I have a reference point. But it, mine is like built in to look like a monitor. It's not like an iPad on the side of my mic stand. It's not, you know, sheets of paper on a music stand. None of that kind of stuff. I feel like that just kind of looks unprofessional. But there's nothing wrong with cheating and, and, and having a, a reference point. I mean, all right. we're all adults. Okay. Here. I just don't want I mean, yeah. So if you don't know these words... I'm sorry, I don't have a cheat sheet for you. Can I, yeah. Can I, is it okay if I cheat? Can I get my right. tabs yeah. out? Yeah. This? Go ahead and look at Johnny's paper and, and get the right answers. <laughs> All right. So the way this is going to work is there's going to be um, a uh, a lyric from anywhere in a certain song. Keep in mind, too, all the games today are featured around songs uh, from 1990 in the pop genre. So uh, with that being um, at the front of your mind, uh, so this is going to be a lyric from anywhere in a song, um, and you guys will need to finish the lyrics. So uh, let's jump in and see. Uh, Johnny, we will have you go first. Uh, somewhere around here. I had, I'm had. i getting all mixed up in my notes. Okay, so MC Hammer, you can't touch this. Johnny, are you familiar with the song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah i mean i've, I've heard, I've heard, heard a song <laughs> uh, katie and i actually had a 
a fairly lengthy discussion about MC Hammer. Oh, really? A couple weeks ago, which was mostly just me monologuing for a few minutes. And it's funny that this this song was on the radio. I okay. <laughs> All right. Never mind. I... <laughs> Matt says. Matt Baker says, I think Drew might be at a severe handicap here. Why does it have to be severe? <laughs> right, right. Why does it have to be severe? Why He's feeling you attacked. Say, oh, you could just say, oh, man, I think I'm a, I think Johnny's probably got this one. Right. No. <laughs> Drew's severely. <laughs> right. Hashtag team Johnny. Not, not, uh, you know. Um, this is why I drink. Drew's severely handicapped. Yeah. You know. This I, is why I drink, it's, Matt. Thank yeah. you, <laughs> All right. Uh, both jackets are unzipped. Possible replay for Jay Stevens of Jay Stevens. <laughs> yeah, if you guys missed the show last week, we had a, a strip tease from Jay, and nobody was ready for it. Oh my! Except goodness. for Jay. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, severe, he says. All right. So, uh, Johnny, without any further ado, let's go ahead and check out these lyrics. Uh, fresh new kicks and pants. You gotta like that. Dude, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea at all, huh? No, no idea at all. <laughs> when this song comes on, I turn on a different song <laughs> as fast as I possibly can. Uh, like, so I, I don't like there, Super Freak all that much. Okay. I like Super what, Freak better than this. Oh, yeah. Way. What he did to Super Freak <laughs> and turned it into a song with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not the, disagreeing. The conversation was, was along the lines of uh, of him feeling like his music stardom was going to last forever and financing this <laughs> insane Dude, it was. He had the machine behind him, for sure. But when the one song you have is that bad. Yeah. Um, I, I get that it was a hit, but I don't know how someone didn't step in and say, dude, this isn't going to continue. This is a fluky moment in time. You cashed in, open right. a business. Right. <laughs> like, Invest. <laughs> don't do spend this money because yeah. you're not making any more money from music. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was ever the music. I think it was the dancing. I think it was the pants. I mean, honestly, the show. The it was It was the cool. fashion. The, it was, the, the yeah. dance moves to be able to be like that that big star. Also, that, it was the, uh, let's, let's see if you guys remember this. And hopefully I'm not walking the plank, speaking of all this pirate talk um, and putting myself out there. That's what you call a wraparound, folks. Do uh, you believe in pirates? Do you believe in pirates? Um, so uh, I think a lot of it had to do also with uh, him being marketable to Mattel to be able to have his own Barbie doll. Um, I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like everybody, including mine, uh, myself, had cousins who had the MC Hammer Barbie doll. So it was like really cool when you got together at Thanksgiving and they're like, guess what I got? And you know, he's got this big boom box and everything. I had the MC Hammer and Ninja Turtle. Oh, nice. I didn't nice. even know that existed. They didn't. I just. You made one? You dirty I made my own. son I of a. I mean a, to tell you. I custom crafted a um, MC Hammer Ninja Turtle. I had a Rosie O'Donnell Barbie. Oh, God. <laughs> but I bought that as an adult. <laughs> Was it life size? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Was it no. a my size, my size Rosie O'Donnell Barbie? <laughs> Did she have a pull string on the back of her? I don't know, dude. She was in the box. I wasn't going to open her. <laughs> yeah, don't open her box, her whatever you do. That's mint. I got that mint Rosie O'Donnell Barbie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I gave it to a friend for Christmas. Yeah. And then I found another one a few years later and bought another one. <laughs> 
I've had two of those. Wow. Oh my god. Uh all that comes to mind is MC Hammer in that commercial with his head on a baby's body. Yeah, and that's he tried to become re-relevant, if that's even a word. Uh, but that was a swing and a miss, in my opinion. It's pronounced relevant. Re-relevant? Re-relevant. Re-relevant. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, part of my English. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, uh, Drew, do you, uh, it, since Johnny doesn't know the next line, do you happen to know the next line to fresh new kicks and pants? You gotta like that. No way. I have no idea. Yeah. No clue. Full disclosure. I made this game, and I don't even remember Hard what it is. Pass. Uh, now you know you want to dance. I didn't know that. Yeah, Thank well, you for telling me. And now you do. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Christy Pressler says, Rosie is another uh, sample of cashing out too early after strikeout, uh, stakeout too. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was a hit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and things are taking a turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just uh, as per usual here on the Audio Rose podcast. Uh, Hammer had more than one hit. Who uh, can forget too legit to quit? I yeah. I do remember too legit to quit. So I remember the dance moves this thing came on. Two I was legit. like six. So I, I don't know about you, Johnny, but whenever you, you were speaking of uh when this song came comes on the radio, you were quick to change the channel. I do the same thing, but I talk back to the radio in hopes that somehow <laughs> MC Hammer will hear me. He's like, Can't touch us. I'm like, Oh yeah, watch this. And then, <laughs> and then I hit the button and he's gone. It's great. Uh Chris Smith says, uh, I bought both of the big rap albums that year. MC Hammer's uh, please hammer, don't hurt him. And Vanilla Ice is to the extreme. I wish I can get that 20 bucks back. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. Uh, and Jason says that Rosie uh, was best in League of Their Own. Yeah, that's I would agree. All right, Drew. Oh, yeah. little Mariah Carey action. I don't even Vision know this of love. I, have. Oh, I, I almost started singing. I can't because I might give you the answer. So. Oh, Jesus. Go back. You know what's, what? What's I he... saw that it popped up, and I still didn't have like I saw it there. Perfect. I still have no clue what it is. Yeah, Drew, don't read no good. <laughs> I, I have. A, I don't. I don't. I don't use my words no good. Uh, okay. <laughs> I had a vision of love, and it was all that. I had a vision of love, and it was all that. Dude, seriously, no clue. I don't think that's the right answer. I only know I only know Mariah's Christmas songs from working in retail for hit it <laughs> fifteen years. How's it go? I have no idea. Like, no, seriously, no clue. Fifteen years of Mariah Carey in your head, you don't Just know only Christmas songs. Wow. All right, only the Christmas right. hits because it's seasonal. Uh, okay, Johnny, were you able to read? I mean, do you know the answer to the to I this? Know. Okay, uh, you've given to me. I had a vision of love, and it was all that you've given to me. There you go. All right, moving right along. I'll be damned. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Johnny with Snap, The Power. Are you familiar with this? I know the song. I've got the power. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, boy. Taking it back to the old school, because we old fools. Who's so cool? If you want to get down, let me show you the way. I'll stop. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, here we go. So please stay off my back or I will attack. Yeah, I don't know. You don't? No. Go for it, Drew. And you do not want that. And you don't want that. Boom. Nice. Well done. And just like that, just like that, Drew is finally on the board (laughs) for this game. (laughs) Uh, Jewel says, uh, yes, I did remember the Vision of Love and Christmas album she did in the 90s. All I want for Christmas is you. Correct. Yep. Uh, and I sounded exactly like her, by the way, just for the record. Um, 
you should do a Mariah Carey tribute show. Oh, dude, I should. Will you back me up on that? No. All right. Well, so much for that. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I believe this is uh, Drew's turn, maybe? I think so. Okay. Uh, Janet Jackson, Jan- easy for me to say, Janet Jackson escapade. So what, can, what, can I, is there like a tone or something that I can hear so I can remember the song? <laughs> A tone? Like yeah, like a melody. Uh, Johnny, will you hit us with that uh, incorrect three note chord, please? <laughs> <laughs> I have no reference. I, I'm bad at song like bands. I love knowing the names of the songs. Right? I just know. Them. Oh, okay. I remember that. That's what. It, that's, that's all I can give you. Uh, S. Okay. I yeah, yeah. Paid. We'll have a good time. Paid. Don't know it. <sighs> I remember the song, but I don't remember the words at all. All right. Well, Johnny. Any idea? I'm going to take a stab with we're going to show you how. We're going to show you how. Is that your final answer? Well, it's the only answer I'm going to. Yes, sir. I'll accept that. Okay. <laughs> uh, leave your worries behind. You were this close, Johnny. You were this close. <laughs> you said words. Right. English words. Yes. I admire the sh- just that you did that. Yeah, right. He, 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 he I mean, a, you know what? You're not going to hit a home run if you don't just swing. Gonna, just speaking baseball. I'm just going to put say something I think would work. Right. Johnny is in a league of his own. <laughs> That's a double wraparound for those of you taking notes. <laughs> All right. Uh, and finally, uh, Johnny, uh, we've got some new kids on the block. Step by step. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, I know the song, but. I'm, I've never been one to sing along, so I know the words to songs that, that I've had to learn. Right. Which includes none of these. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's my bad. <laughs> no, no, it's my bad. I'm kidding. I came on a 1990 pop show right, knowing they yeah. were trivia, and <laughs> here I am. And we didn't study. Not right, being yeah. You guys are. This game. The bar was right here. Well, I'm sorry. The bar was right here, and now it's like right here. <laughs> uh, okay, Todd Osborne says, uh, "I'm taking notes. I'm glad somebody around here is." Um, Jason West, tread lightly, my friend. Uh, do any dudes really know any Mariah Carey lyrics? Sure do. <laughs> uh, yes, sir, I do. Yes, uh, that is a prerequisite. Just saying. Uh, okay, so uh, new kids on the block, step by step. Johnny, here we go. Step one, you can have, we can have lots of fun. Step two. Put on your shoes. I like it. Go for it, Drew. You have an idea? I I think I do. Okay. If you get it right, you steal the point. Show me what you're going to do. Oh, there's so much. There's so much we can do. Man, both very, very close. I mean, just a a fraction of an inch away. Uh, Show me what you're going to do is a better lyric, though, but maybe it wasn't as. I couldn't agree more, but I feel like that might have been step four. Oh, maybe that was. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we're trying to take this thing. Step. This is is why I have a hard time dating because I don't. I get the steps out of order. Right. Totally. (laughs) This is a twelve-step song, by the way. Uh, New kids on the block. Meh. Couldn't agree more. Um, Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Uh, The more you know. (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's. uh, I tell you what, fellas. Let's take another quick little break, and we'll come back, and uh, we'll have a little chat skis with Drew Biney. I'm going to so, take it really serious. Well, I should tell Deborah that I was still listening to Slippery When Wet in 1990 as well. That's totally fair. Um, Deb, yeah, Deborah says, I'm, I'm failing uh, 1990 miserably. I don't know any of these songs. I was still listening to Slippery When Wet. Yeah. Yeah. Can relate. Um, 
I see, and I did the reverse. Like I was listening to this stuff then, and I totally skipped over Slippery When Wet, so I had to go back and listen to it, um, and then get all caught up. Uh, so that was my my first musical love. Oh yeah. Speaking before we go on our break, uh, and I'll, when we come back, I'll ask Drew the same question. But Johnny, what was the first album or CD or cassette or whatever that you owned, uh, or uh, excuse me, that you bought with your own money? This will be very telling for the folks. Well, I don't know if my parents bought I mean, "Slippery When Wet" was the first tape that I owned uh, that I specifically wanted, but I don't know if I. If my parents bought Got it. it or if so I it might have been, hey, can I have this for Christmas kind of thing? Keep the Faith, the the nineteen ninety-two Bon Jovi disc was my first compact disc purchase. And I know that I bought that with my own money. Did you pay full price or did you do like one of the um Columbia Music House or BMG kind I of thing? I never did one of those. Oh, I did. Katie was was fearless with those apparently and got loads of CDs because she was a minor and they'd never really be able to come after her. Yep. <laughs> but I was same. I, man, I, have, I was a rule follower. I was terrified of the idea of doing that. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, that's the era, right? Where you're very intimidated by that kind of stuff with your parents and like, <laughs> how did you charge $600 to our phone bill? And oh, why did a yeah. box of 10 CDs show up for you, Johnny? <laughs> right. Actually, it would have been John Michael. What is this box of CDs? <laughs> the middle name, you know you're in for it. <laughs> Look, I know that we're we're not going to be on the hook for this. It was 50 cents. You're good, mom. But yeah. Um I'm not making this up when I say this. My very first CD uh that I bought with my own money was Coolio's Gangsta Paradise. Nice. So, uh when we come back, we're going to play a game and uh find out what Drew Biney's first CD was. Oh, little cliffhanger. <laughs> So uh, stick around. We'll be back in just a minute. Hey, musicians. Do your shows need that extra layer of fun and excitement? Wow your fans with Next Level Production and let Sunset Productions help you up your game. We can create custom and unique sound, lighting, and video packages designed just for you and your budget. Let's work together and give our community the shows they deserve. For more information, contact Jared Isaacs at Sunset Productions Springfield at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Sunset Productions. Sunset Productions. Don't be a jukebox. Be an experience. All right, and we are back in black. Um, so we're gonna uh, get back into the swing of things here in just a minute. The guys are getting their refill of some back in black coffee, sponsored, brought to you by Classic Rock Coffee, of course. Um, so yeah, we. Uh, I tell you what, let me let me see if I can make a couple adjustments here. Uh, perhaps. What? All right, now then. <laughs> no, right now, obviously. <laughs> That's not what I want. <laughs> all right, um, let me see if I can, um, what all I have to do to adjust all this. There we go. All right, so, um, Drew, what was the uh, first CD that you bought with your own money? Man, um, I'll preface by saying that I was really privileged to have parents that would buy me 
They were like, they bought. Pop. My parents will buy me anything I no, want. No, they just bought. <laughs> they just bought albums. Like they just buy. They would just. My mom would make sure she bought like whatever the hot, like top forty stuff that was. That's cool. You know, they bought records all the time. And one of the funniest moments of that happening was in. I was in fourth grade, and so like an example, I'm ten years old. She's not. They're not. You know, they they didn't want me swearing. They didn't want me exposed to like flagrant video games and stuff. But music was different. My mom was a music major. She wanted me to hear all this stuff. <clears throat> so she bought um the presidents of the united states album oh if you remember lots that. of peach lots of peaches yes. excuse me and um i've got a really funny side story about that by the way so it is uh, she's taking me to cat my catholic school that i've i'm a pretty <laughs> new student there and, i know which song this is gonna yeah, be and we're in the car uh-huh. yeah in the car and we're driving to school and kitty comes on <laughs> <laughs> and she's going listen, listen. wow this is great listen, you know, she's excited to get me to listen to this album because she's heard oh it's great it's hitting the charts you know right because of peaches not because of kitty <laughs> right and we get to the end of the song where it's, if you kitty y'all gonna spend the night and she's like oh, oh driving on the highway oh no <laughs> oh my god yes. so anyways my parents were would get me they got me records that was not an issue for me but as soon as i could drive and do my own thing so it's like 16 years old that i know the first album that i went and bought like i was excited to get it was jay-z's the black album oh yeah when that came out man like that was exciting and that was really honestly that was like a pinnacle album for me to get more dynamic in my music preferences right because it wasn't like i had an aversion to hip-hop i just wasn't you just weren't exposed yeah and it was hard for me uh generationally to lock into some of the guys that had come well jay-z even his earlier stuff you know like Uh, tupac didn't really resonate with me when i was in middle school right Right. like i didn't get his i wasn't exposed to his material i didn't know a lot about him um jay-z opened that door with the black album man which is to me one of the most iconic rap albums of all time and then some of the things that happened after that as a young musician trying to get really creative with what i'm doing as a as a songwriter and a creator you know when they did when the guy uh I don't remember who it was. It was a DJ that he he remixed uh, the Black Album with the Beatles' The White Album. And, oh, and, and he, I do remember that. And yeah, did, and he did the Gray Album. So yeah. that exposed me to this like whole other echelon of right. creative cross contamination kind of thing. To, like how how dynamic can you make this? You know, and so that yeah. that fostered some things. Where you know, as a young musician, you know, I was doing acoustic covers of Fifty Cent and stuff like. Yeah, that, that I really just. <laughs> That people really got their attention. There's, um, have you seen? I can't remember his name. There's somebody on YouTube. Um, if you if you're looking for a good laugh, uh, speaking of taking those and and turning them acoustic, have you? You should go to YouTube and search for um, oh, what's the name? Um, from the window to the wall, whatever. Um, so there's a guy in like a oh, coffee little, shop, little John? just acoustic. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, little, yeah. little John and the Ying Yang Twins. Yeah, he nails it from the windows to the wall and like yeah. everybody's sitting there sipping their coffee like what the hell did this what it, what are we <laughs> and like he is not like like it is every word every word not, yeah. and and no no censorship <laughs> it's great uh yeah so elky funny story peaches so um johnny my uh, i'm similar to you in the fact that uh, i also come from a musical family my dad never tried to make it big or anything he just did it for fun but uh, i'll never forget uh in the 90s when the president of the united states uh had the song peaches and it was on, I, I wanted to say it was like new year's Eve or something. Um, anyway, the song was playing and I was staying at my dad's house and, uh, 
it was so funny because the song comes on and my dad's like, is this all it takes to get famous? <laughs> He's like, I could write a song like that. And so help me God, I'll never forget this as long as I live. He, <laughs> he was going to the, he was uh, getting off the recliner and going to the kitchen. He's like, going to the kitchen, going to get me something to drink. He's like, see, I should be famous. And yeah, as, as like a little 10 year old kid, I'm like, oh my God, this is hysterical. Oh, it is yeah. that easy. It is that easy. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, I guess it's not. Uh, yeah, everybody's chiming in with their uh, their first albums and CDs and stuff. This is awesome. Um, Todd says his first CD was Two Life Crew uh, as Nasty, etc. Teresa's first was um, Diana Ross presents the Jackson Five. I beg my dad to give me the money for it. Yeah, it's it's always interesting, and I feel like you can find out so much about a person by what their first album is. Um, yeah, so um, Drew, I want to ask you a few questions, and of course, it would be um, uncouth of me not to start with what is your favorite flavor of Pop Tart, sir? s'mores all day s'mores or i mean if i'm trying to get like that's if i'm getting a little zesty you know going all the way with the rich recklessness of a <laughs> full flavored pop tart if i'm if i'm having breakfast with johnny shelton out of respect i'm gonna get the the dust and lint flavored <laughs> um, but with extra icing on my of course yeah i like the extra icing. you'll take his icing. i'll take his yeah. icing double icing see i had you pegged for a wildberry <laughs> guy just based on your tracksuit alone oh well, because of the colors? Yeah, you know. All right. I get that. <laughs> I'll do Wildberry with you. That's all right. All right. All right. Um, so um, I know that you play guitar. Are there any other instruments that you play? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I've been playing I've been playing in bands for a long time. And guitar was something that I started playing really just so I could sing, you know. <clears throat> so um, getting exposed to uh, percussion in high school band, um, I didn't really learn to I didn't put effort into learning how to read sheet music for drums. I just memorized the songs, but still like going through that and being around drummers that were actually <clears throat> um, playing well. Um, my drummer, my, my high school band, really, really great drummer. So just be exposed to that and be hanging out in a jam space for a lot of free time. You're going to play drums. You're going to get familiar. I can get up at open mic and play some drums and not totally embarrass myself. Right. Um, bass guitar. I love playing bass, dude. I absolutely really? love playing bass. Nice. Uh, it's cathartic. It's release. I'm not the best, you know, I'm not the best bass player, but I'm a rhythm guitar player. So the rhythm portion of it comes naturally to me and just kind of getting into that deep groove. And when you mesh with the drummer, man, like that's just a, it's a really fun. It uh, is. Experience. Plus there's less strings to have to navigate. There's that. Um, <laughs> That's you know? exactly why I don't play guitar. But yeah, actually, when I joined Smoky Folk, I got hired to be the bass player, and it was uh, just gotten down to Jeff and uh, and Nate, and um, they needed a bass player. And I, you know, Jeff and I had known each other for four or five years. I don't think he'd ever seen me touch a bass guitar. Huh. <laughs> and he called, he hits me up one day, and you know, I don't know exactly what's going on with Smoky Folk. I know that Smoky Folk intimidates me as a musician because Jeff Johnson is a right. incredible songwriter, and like you know, a, like a virtuoso player. Yeah. So <clears throat> now it's not like you're asking me to come in and help out. You're asking me to come in and hold down bass in a three piece, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's a big ask, so right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a big responsibility. And I was like, man, I, I'll do it, but I don't think you're going to be, I think I'll come show up and audition, but I think we're going to get done. And you're going to be like, Hey, thanks, man. You know, don't call me. I'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so we got out in the, we took a break and uh, we're outside smoking a cigarette with Nathan and, and um, I just, you know, I just kind of met the guy and I really like, I really like Nathan a lot. Like we got along really well and things changed with Smoky Folk, but whatever. Like this is the first time I'm really meeting this guy and outside smoking and he's kind of pacing around and kind of like staring at me. And I'm like, I feel uncomfortable. Like I just don't have the confidence to be like, yeah, I can't right. do that. <clears throat> and he goes, all of a sudden he goes, 
All right, man, I'm not trying to be too forward, but are you going to be in our band or not? <laughs> Talk about like, being put I, on the spot. I was like, dude, I love this. Like, and I had my, I had my band last year, Heathens. Ultimately, we ended up joining forces. But, um, you know, that for anything I do with music, it's all about commitment. And uh, because if I'm going to commit my time, I want to make sure that it's it's a worthwhile right thing yeah something know? to invest in yeah and smoky folk was incredible jeff johnson incredible nathan's incredible uh just things things change you know music is uh, an interesting beast sometimes yeah for sure uh Haley holmes says uh i was really shocked when i saw drew play drums for the first time i wasn't expecting it but it was really good yeah i would i would I, i'm always interested to see people like like I know Johnny is as, as a guitar player, and I know you as a guitar player. Like I would love to see like Johnny pick up a, a trumpet, you know, and just like go to go ham on it. Like that would be like more entertaining <laughs> yeah, than yeah, air trumpet. <laughs> air trumpet. <laughs> well, no, it was a real trumpet. I know it was a real <laughs> trumpet. <laughs> what about what else would it be? <laughs> Lip trumpet. <laughs> I don't know, but I could tell you that if it was a squire, it would be indestructible. Am I right, Johnny? Yeah, it would be. You ever tried to shatter a trumpet <laughs> on stage? <laughs> That's yeah, pretty, it, that's it turned punk rock. Yeah, well, and then when you're done, it turns into a chalice. <laughs> you can just drink from it. Um, okay, so um, did you play any instruments in school? Were you in like band or marching band or orchestra um, or anything like that? So I wasn't in when I was in grade school. You know, they give you that choice like fifth grade or whatever, like mm-hmm. band or choir. And I'd been, you know, I've been singing with my mom. My mom got me singing when I was really young. She sang to me when I was a baby. She was a music major. She got me taking piano lessons when I was really young. And then she was like, <clears throat> uh relentlessly uh like holding me accountable for being a good piano student and after a few years of that um uh i hated it oh really <laughs> because well because first and foremost it was learning you know it's like uh, i don't want to there's no there's no excitement for me at like eight years old to learn that song and she we got a little bit more dynamic with learning some different stuff but ultimately i just got to a point where i said mom i'm not i'm not first of all i'm not really enjoying this second of all i don't need you yelling at me for anything more than you already are yelling at me for just being drew biney but now you're yelling at me because i'm not playing piano good enough and that sucks so uh she said okay fine you can quit playing piano but you got to pick up an instrument and i was like fifth or sixth i was in sixth grade and i went well guitar duh Right. <laughs> right what else duh uh, i went and got a guitar and um it had the highest action on an acoustic guitar of anything i've ever owned in my life <laughs> it was a fender dg8 or something and you know it was a dreadnought body and just an action from hell and um i started taking lessons from this guy named ron i can't remember his last name but i only took lessons from him for like six weeks because he's a really great guitar player he was teaching me scales and like you know theory out of the gate and I really I have mixed feelings on that. Like I, for me, I, so I'm, I'm, I don't, I feel like you should say, what song do you want to learn? Yeah. Do that yeah. first. So at least they're invested in the, in the, in the ride and, and the instrument right. and then go from there. Cause you got to get something out of it, right? There's right. gotta be, there's gotta be some gratification, especially when you're at that right. Age. Don't it's, teach me how to drive by Tell me how to adjust my mirrors and expect me to keep interest. Like let's get on the road. Yeah. yeah. So, so that lasted for about six weeks, like six lessons. And I was like, I didn't tell my mom, like, this is not, I am not really doing this (laughs) right and so we stopped and then it was about six or seven months of really not touching the guitar and i I pulled it out of the closet one night you know my own volition uh and i had like a book like a lesson book and so i started just kind of going through that and trying to teach myself something and and after doing that with some level of consistency my mom was like okay do you want to take lessons again i'm like yeah sure found a guy named darcy stevens i've heard that name for some reason is one i mean he's one of my best friends in the whole world um he ran sound for us at 
red light runner last night um you know he's it, literally he's responsible for any level of musicianship that i that i have wow it's like um you know he's he's my he's my obi-wan right like and it's really cool to <clears throat> it's really cool to learn that skill with somebody and then still maintain a functioning healthy friendship that has grown and blossomed over 20 years 22 years now you know right and to still work together he plays in city girls with me the eagles tribute man that i'm in mm -hmm. and um you know it's like i literally use that analogy like he's obi-wan and i'm like anakin which means i'm gonna turn at some point but <laughs> but he you know like now we're getting a like he taught me but now we get to fight together and it's like it's cool man it's like one of the coolest feelings in the whole world um, yeah for sure lynn says what a great thing to say drew yeah absolutely uh darcy is yoda <laughs> um yeah that's that's he's uh, pretty wise well there's that um see here somewhere oh yeah by the way uh gotcha gotcha hallie okay sorry i was saying Haley, and it's hallie my bad no one's ever done that before no i bet not not bad uh so i had to i had to get uh schooled if you will about uh how to pronounce elky's name as well i kept saying elk <laughs> i'm like i'm so sorry i can't read uh okay so and by the way somebody said uh jewel says uh wearing sunglasses reminds me of the blues brothers almost we're on a mission from gad <laughs> <laughs> so uh drew you play guitar you play bass you play drums is there any instrument you don't play that you kind of wish you did i wish i was better at piano honestly yeah you know i mean and it's something i can sit down and like mess around with but i'm not i'm not gonna take the i'm not gonna take the risk that johnny takes <laughs> well i shouldn't have been taking that i'm risk. just not gonna do it like i got a david picks my piano player and dude whales so i'm just like you know i don't have to worry about that one you know but right um uh true words never been spoken Teresa gray says uh, sunglasses bring out the inner rock star there you go. Uh, Chris says their uh, theory only matters if you plan on making your own music. And even then, it's just a suggestion at most. Okay. There's that. Um, so you, um, by the way, you're also not only in Red Light Runner, but as you mentioned, you're in the City Girls. Yeah. Um, and um, which is a Eagles tribute band, correct? Mm -hmm. yep. So I asked Johnny if he prefers covers or, or originals. And he, he, like, he, he enjoys both. He doesn't think that you should have to decide. So I'm, I'm going to make you decide if, if you, um, I'll rearrange the question though. If you had to pay tribute to some other band besides the Eagles, what band would you tribute? Incubus. Dude. Nice. That's awesome. Been talking about it. Really? Um, Hashtag Jimmy James. Oh, there you go. Well, I mean, good luck tacking that one down. He is, he's a little rascal. He's hard to, it hard to nail down. It's his idea. Oh, really? Oh, well then you're in. <laughs> yeah. That's, so, that's my big brother, man. We're, if he if he if he puts it together, I've been talking. I've been thinking about it for years. I love Brandon that's, Boyd's voice. I mean, same, that's, yeah. That's the voice that really. Got so are you gonna are you gonna sing? Singer. Are you gonna do the Brandon stuff? Yeah, nice. So uh, I mean, that's the idea. We got to put something together, right? But um, who's gonna DJ? That's a great question too. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, and I've got to I've got to lose like twenty five pounds at least, because there's no way you do an Incubus tribute well, show without going shirtless. And if you try and, you know, I mean, right. go the distance. You're also going to have to perm, well, not necessarily perm your hair. You're going to have to curl your hair a little bit, but you're going to have to chop some some length off. And I would do that, honestly. Oh, God. God. Oh, I mean, God. I mean, it's not I, worth it. My hair grows pretty quick. Oh, it's not worth it. It is. Look, I can't I can't follow you around and look exactly like Dude, you forever. Dude, so here's the thing, and I, I should have mentioned this at the top of the show. I can't tell you how many times I have been stopped. Like, I'll, I'll be out watching a band or something, and somebody comes up behind me and, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were Drew. I'm like... <laughs> I wish I was that talented and good looking. Oh, what are you talking shit. about? 
<laughs> I guarantee you, if but, we dress but the exact it's, same. it's a lot. It's a lot of this and a lot of this. That's the, the, yeah, right, so, <laughs> right. Uh, next, we need to plan a show to go to. That's neither of our gigs, right? And coordinate dress exactly uh, the same. Exactly when I say I'm down, you don't realize how down I am. I'm I'm so on board with that. I think it's fantastic. I love it. All right. Um, so um, if you um, Drew would have followed your childhood dream, what would you have been when you grew up? Fighter pilot. A the what? Fighter pilot. Oh, I mean, you said something about a boat. I was like, what? Fighter pilot. The ambition. Fighter pilot. I mean, when I was young, I really. I mean, I had this whole goal. The real the real goal was I wanted to fly the space shuttle. Right? Really, and I and I knew that the fastest avenue at that time, the fastest avenue yep. to get there was to become a fighter pilot, because that's the people that are skilled and experienced to be able to handle an aircraft of that caliber. <clears throat> so I had made a whole plan. You know, I was going to go to Air Force Academy. Air Force Academy typically doesn't generate fighter pilots, but there was a pathway where you could go through Air Force Academy, and then you could go into the Navy, right, and get into some faster planes and uh so i had this whole thing man and then there's a program where you go from fighter pilots to nasa right you can be able to get the astronaut training and all that uh, and i was at fourth of july uh i was like 13 14 years old and i had i'd got i got glasses prescription lenses when i was 12 and um this was one of the rules I didn't know. One of my cousins was a, you know, like a military buff, not a, not a military um, personnel, but uh, he just knew a lot about it. And I was telling, he's like, man, you know, just, just, just what are you doing, kid? What do you want to do? And I'm telling him all this stuff about what I want to do. And he goes, he just get, his whole face just sinks. And he goes, buddy, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. He goes, you're not going to be able, you're yeah. gonna be allowed to fly planes. Oh, and I went, what do you mean? What a crushing blow, man. What do you mean? He goes, you got, you, you have corrective lenses. Yep. They will not let you get in that cockpit. Yep. Now that's changed since. I wondered that. I wondered that now. because you that pass was all the prerequisite stuff. Now they'll pay for your, your corrective surgery. Right. And they'll let you get in that cockpit. But at the time that was completely true. And it was like, yeah, shattered my whole world, man. Dang, man. So that's when I started abusing drugs. <laughs> uh, and just, you know, music comes right along with that. Of I'm course. Kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Cheryl says, uh, it's so cool to see Darcy play with so many of his students, my son included. Love it. Um, Holly asks you, Drew, um, what is your goal in music? Yeah. I just want to make people smile. There you go. That's it. You know, there you I mean, go. what we talk about with, with red light runner and, and I mean, what I've, my personal mantra for music in the last four years, we'll say I started really, really kind of getting serious with it again as a, as a, I don't know, as an adult. <laughs> and, um, what we say or what I say is that we do this because we love it. We do this because it is fun. Yeah. But it is always more fun to play when you win, you know? So there's a certain level of competitiveness or drive. Sure. Self-accountability of like, are we putting the work in to get that spot on a bigger stage? Are we putting right. the work in? Are we pushing enough? That yeah. when we walk off the stage, we can hold our heads high knowing, hey, we did that, right? That, we, that was good. Yeah. Not, ah, that was fun. Uh, and it should be fun. If it's not fun, it doesn't matter how good it is. It's a Ponzi scheme. It's going to collapse sooner than later uh, if you're not having a good time. So that's the priority. But immediate second is like, let's do well. You know, let's make sure yes. we're doing well. Yeah, for sure. So for sure. Uh, Al Hutches asks, uh, anyone wish to be a flautist or uh, a clarinista? <laughs> Thrown back to some previous episodes. So I got to say, Drew, there is in these comments. Look at this one, two, I think three. We got, I think we got a consensus here. Yeah, four. Five. Okay, watch out. I mean, you have to do it. it you just have to now. Uh, yeah. Uh, Holly says, fighter pilot, we are back to Star Wars. <laughs> I 
I do yep. like Star Wars. There that was go. actually the second thing Top I wanted to be was a Jedi. Oh, there you go. That'd be pretty cool. Um, okay. Let's uh yeah. <laughs> uh okay, so uh moving right along. Uh Drew, do you have any pre-show or post-show rituals that you do? Not really. I mean, this is maybe too exposing or vulnerable. Oh, but, boy. I mean, the part of the culture, subculture that comes along with being a musician, especially, you know, I, my first gig, real bar gig ever was at the Blue Room. Okay. You know, in 2003 or four, I was 15, 16 years old. Right. And they served us alcohol then. I can say that now because that was a long time ago. Right. Yeah. The, the statute of limitations. Business yeah. Now. And there's nobody to blame. Right. But <clears throat> they didn't. It was kind of it was a dirty punk room. I don't know if you guys went in there at that time. Uh, the blue room next to billiards. Yeah. So, I mean, it was like, I was definitely not 15. I was much older than that. But, but it was, you know, it was like I remember walking in like, OK, is this what playing music is like? Because This is like a little scared. Yeah. No, but it was awesome. Yeah. You know, there was a rock, there was a genuine rock and roll feeling in there. Yeah. And it's not that I don't, you know, I've never had a real serious ambition to use drugs or alcohol, but there's there's an exposure to that. And stage fright's a real thing. And getting, you know, there's a reason why looking at rock and roll history, why this stuff is so prevalent, uh, is because it does enable people and a lot of people like I'm an insecure person. So the right. to foster some kind of you know confidence um or the for the to be able to fake it right i mean that um definitely yes <clears throat> helps uh loosen you up so I, I don't have a ritual there's no set thing it's like oh man if i don't have two shots of jameson before i get on stage <laughs> right. i'm not going to be able to do my thing no it's just it's just relaxing you know having a cup i typically now have a couple drinks before i get on stage just beer i don't I don't need to right. feel anything. It's just, um, other than that, I mean, like Johnny said, just have make sure I have all my stuff in a row. I, I, um, even for like solo duo gigs, um, I like to be there at least an hour, hour and a half early. And it takes me five minutes to set my stuff up, but I've been doing, damn guitar players, but I've been, <laughs> but I've been doing it for long enough that I know that sometimes you forget something. Or sure. Sometimes a cable doesn't work. That right. Thought was going to work. It worked great or, at practice, but now all of a sudden not, it's yeah, not my friend. Exactly. Yeah. And so you know, to give yourself that extra time where you can go fix something if you need to, and still be on time to your commitment. Yeah. Or, Plus, there's that mental preparation. Like yeah. you need to just kind of, you know, here's what I'm here to do. Like it shouldn't be rush, rush, rush. Okay, right. and go. Like I ideally, it's that you've got yourself an hour to decompress and yep. walk around and talk to the staff at the venue and talk to your audience. And if there's any familiar faces there to walk up and say hi and, and thank them for, for being there, because that genuinely means a lot to me to see, to see familiar faces come into my shows over and over again. I mean, I, it's not, um, it's not a PR stunt. I genuinely yes. admire and love that yep. support. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, that, that, that's a special feeling when you know people are coming to see you. Um, especially as a fellow person who looks exactly like you, but also uh, has has uh, self doubt and that kind of stuff, you know. Um, so it does. It means a lot. Um, Hallie says, uh, "Me being on stage the first time definitely heightened my anxiety. You definitely do better when you feel better, which is very true. And sometimes there's things that are out of our control. Um, you know, maybe the the sound isn't quite right, or something's just a little off, or there's um, a buzz in the headphones, or you know, who knows? I mean, uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely a feeling, and and you have to." Um, you have to do what you can to, to make yourself feel at home, but the people that have come to see you um, make them feel welcome as well. Yeah. Um, so very cool. Uh, oops, I missed that. Um, or battery operated mics need batteries. Yeah, that's true too. Um, I can't tell you how many shows I've been to take it off. Uh, how many shows I've been to uh, where that's always a thing. And it's like, Oh, that should have been taken care of. 
Uh, Christmas says, I always smoke a bowl before I go out in front of an audience. Oh, wow. Get it's, right after it's, it. okay. <laughs> Right. It's good for the nerves. And by the end of the set, I'm clear-headed, unlike the rest of the band. Well, and Chris, of course, is tuning in from California, you know, so. It's, well, it's legal here, too. There you go. Um, and I'm what a perfect transition. So, Drew, talk to us about uh, what you've been working on. Well, I don't want to get too far into it. Yeah, no, don't don't reveal anything you're not contractually no. allowed to, but uh, give uh, us a little teaser. Yeah, or something. so I'm the co-owner of Easy Mountain, uh, which is a dispensary, a medical marijuana dispensary in Republic, Missouri. And we will be, man, we're wrapping up a lot of stuff in the building. I don't know if you've seen any of our I have, our updates, yeah. But I love the, uh, the what you've done to the outside of the building, too. Thank it looks you. really cool. Yeah, the design from the beginning, you know, the, the first design that we, we showed... Um, I don't know, four, three or four months ago, <clears throat> we teased it from our, our architects, um, architects, which are they're incredible, do great work, but sometimes concept doesn't follow through on, you know, um, actual tangible construction, certain right. things just, <clears throat> or just the creative process, you know, you start to think about something a little bit differently. So the original design was absolutely incredible. I mean, just the first time we saw it, just like instills so much confidence that you're moving the right direction. Right. Um, and now we made we made a couple some minor adjustments, and it's like it's just like it's not like one's better than the other. It's just it's different and in its own way, and it's really cool. Um, seeing all the the you know veneer going up on the building and showing that. I mean, it expresses a, a culture or a thought process that is really like visceral, just approaching the building, you know? Yeah, for sure. Part of the magic. So, so where exactly is it located? It's uh, in Republic, um, right off Oakwood. So if you, you make it past Republic Ford, right, you turn left, right at Republic Ford, uh -huh. um, it's your next left. It's right there. Very cool. And there will be signs pointing you in the right direction. Do you have a target date for when you'll be open? What I've said is we're hoping for an early Christmas. Oh, okay. Christmas tree. Oh, oh Christmas, Christmas tree. Perfect. Um, and by perfect, I mean, good job. Um, <laughs> um, so again, we, we could, I would love to have you back on the show once you're open and we can kind of really get in depth with this, but sure. um, for anybody that is not able to participate in that, ha is there a way that they can? Um, yeah. If you follow us on Facebook, easy mountain, um, the, that's the easiest way to stay in, uh, in touch with us without getting totally invested. There you go. But, uh, if you get on our website, which is easy mountain.com, E A S Y M T N.com, uh, then you can sign up for our news newsletter. Um, that will give you, I mean, we got a couple announcements coming up really quick. Um, that will get you like into the VIP program that will be starting and we will definitely be doing like that. Is that right? By the way, that is right. Okay. Um, we'll be doing a soft opening you know, for our VIP members. Um, but we'll only, we'll have a limited amount of people that'll be able to attend. So that's awesome. You want to get at the front of that list. If you want to go, it's, it's always exciting, um, to open your own business and do something that you're passionate about. Obviously the three of us are passionate about the music that we make and stuff, but it's cool to kind of have different ventures like myself on this show and, and you with that business. I think that's really cool. Yeah, man. Um, so, so best of luck on that. I think you're going to do great. Thank you so much. Um, so uh, he, uh, there you go, uh, Chris Smith. Oh, how I want to smoke you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think I'm old enough for that comment, just saying. Um, okay, so uh, let's go ahead and jump back in the swing of things here. And they took an interesting turn. Yeah, boy, didn't they. Can we get, up, can we get Urban Dictionary up real quick and just <laughs> figure out what he could mean by I'm that? I'm smelling a rabbit hole. <laughs> Actually, put that in Urban Dictionary too. Smelling a rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. What does that mean? Spe 
So I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm going to go ahead and say this. So I was at the grocery store the other day and we were going to get uh, stuff to make pumpkin pie. And so we had to go down the frozen section, you know, where the 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 frozen uh, pie crusts are and all that because, you know, I, I cheat on, on that kind of thing. Sure. But as we're going down the aisle, we pass the frozen waffles and I see that they've got um, what's called unicorn waffles. And these are blue waffles. So now when you Google search blue waffles, uh, maybe if you're lucky, you you'll saying? find wow unicorn waffles. Bold move. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Bold I can't move. believe I just put that out there it's in the, in the cyberspace, but I did. It's definitely going to be somebody now. It's like, what is he talking about? <laughs> right? Yeah, Google not, it, kids. Don't, no, <laughs> I don't, dare you. Don't do it. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I tell you what. Let's go ahead and play our uh, another game here and um, and and get the train back on the tracks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, before we do, here you go. Tell us about this, Drew. I know this is a, a little bit of an older um, vidya, but um, what so, is this Smoky Folk or is this who is this? This is Smoky Folk, but this isn't. This is a song off of an album I did in 2010 with uh, Rick Derringer. This was the title track of the album uh, called Mixed Signals, uh, and actually you can listen to that on Spotify. Um, okay. Uh, the band is called Bright Shade. Did a 10 track album with uh, Rick Derringer as one of the producers. As in the Rick Derringer. As in the Rick Derringer. Dude, that's badass. And um, this was the title track. This was the one song we got in the studio and they bastardized all of our songs. And this was the one we said, no, this is, we're doing this one the way we wrote it and we're going to record it live together. And it's definitely the best song on, on the track. But then they made me like get way too gravelly with the verses when right. I was singing it. Yeah. And it's that it's style weird, of the other. Like I would. Yeah. And so Jeff Johnson, when he got this album in his hands, this became one of his favorite songs of all time. Wow. The drummer and the and the guitar player um, are from Arkansas, and they were in that original lineup when we did this song. So then, you know, 10 years later almost to be playing it again is kind of fun. Yeah, that is cool. For sure. So where did you actually did you record the parts yourself individually or did you go we, to a studio together or well, how we, did that work? We yeah, we all we all were there. Um, we tracked this live. Nice. And then, uh, well, Rick came in and did a solo over it after, um, and then I they and then I did vocals, um, and I I think they got messed up, but the song's good. Yeah, for sure. Well, and the nice thing is when you're doing it live, you can you can put your spin on it how how you feel it should have been. So, was this a year or two years ago? I can't remember. I saw. Um, yeah, this would have been after. Was this the after Wing Up Party, or did we play? Is this the one we played with the Juice? I don't remember. I think this was the one with the Juice. I believe I was at this. Okay, show. nice. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense actually. You honestly, you have a really great voice for Incubus. You were talking about doing an Incubus yeah. tribute band earlier, and man, that'll be a smooth, easy fit. Just gotta lose some weight. Ah, that's overrated. No, <laughs> there's other there's other motives to lose some weight, but honestly, I mean, if you're gonna go the distance and make the music all the way right, you're gonna put you're gonna put what six months of effort into uh, getting a bunch of pros together to play, commit time, rehearsal every week, right? To put on you know what one to three shows a year, yeah. Um, as a tribute show. The yep. only way that's going to shake out and make sense is to do it really, really, really well. Yep. 
So if you're going to do all of that, you're going to spend all that effort. Okay. Well, just like get on a diet. <laughs> it's good for you anyway. Right. And like you said too, if you're spending hundred, you're absolutely right. Uh, but if you're, like you said, if you're spending that much time and, and getting prepared for it, like you've got the time to devote to that kind of stuff. It's right. not like, Oh, we got to have this ready in three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if that's the case, you're kind of doing it wrong in my opinion. So, um, okay. So gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and play our next game. Oh, yeah. So this is the little game called Covering Covers. Um, and the way that this works is um, we have got a, a bit of a randomizer, if you will. Um, and so there's going to be all this. Bloop, 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 and whenever you feel good about it, you just tell me to stop and it'll select the video for us to react to. Uh, and what we're reacting to is different cover bands and different um, um, groups, if you will, performing different songs, obviously, from 1990. These are all pop songs that came out in 1990. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you've been warned kids don't Google it. Yeah, um, do do uh, and so we will rate these, um, as, as, as we watch them, um, and we're going to either roast them or toast them. Um, and again, this is all tongue in cheek. This is all just fun. Um, we're not here to, to seriously bury anybody or anything, but, uh, you know, we just got to have a little sense of humor. Uh, and some people just need to hear that they're not that great. Just saying. Uh, all kidding aside. So, um, let me, let me go back over to my scoreboard, if you will. Uh, Johnny started the last one. So Drew, will have you start this one. Um, so whenever you feel, uh, ready or whenever you feel good about this, I should say, uh, just tell me when to stop. Stop. All right. So this is, I've been thinking about you by Tony Ramos as made famous by London beat. Um, are you familiar with this song? Thinking cool about song. you. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so that's that's a yeah maybe. Um, well, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to ask you to finish any lyrics on it. So, so yeah, we're good. Uh, so I want to give you a little bit of uh, insight to the, to the video before we play it. So this was uploaded on July 16th of 2019. Uh, the video has 3,000 views and 17 subscribers. Um, so based blindly and solely on that information, Drew, do you think that you are going to roast this or toast this performance? 3,000 views on YouTube posted yeah. a year ago? Yep. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say toast. Okay. I'm going to say toast. I'm an optimist. I like that. Um, and, and I'll be totally transparent. We found in the past that numbers don't necessarily mean anything it could be that they're just undiscovered right. or they've been lost in algorithms well, if it was like really really bad then there'll be like millions of views right. yeah exactly because that's what we do best is exploit bad uh -huh. <laughs> um johnny how about you do you think you, you, we will roast this or toast this oh we're, we're gonna toast it we're toasting all yeah, right we're toasting i dig it i dig it uh so again this is um tony ramos's i've been thinking about you Picture's crooked. Must have been so crazy. And we thought we were just friends. I did not expect that voice. It's good. It's toast. It's toast. It's absolute toast. Better slow down because you're about to burn my toast. <laughs> I really did not expect this voice coming from this guy. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. That's a toast. Full toast. 
This is cool. It is cool. Harmonies are solid. Yep. I think it's always a little suspect when the guy who's going to sing it is playing the guitar in an interesting way. Like, well, I mean, the vocal is obviously not going to work, but it's, it's really good. Yeah, it is. She has a really nice yeah. voice, too. And them high falsettos, man. Nice, man. Nice toast. Yeah, good stuff yeah. for sure. Total toast. Um, so let me go back here. Um, okay, so Drew, that was your pick. Um, on a scale from one to five, what would you rate that? I, must, I mean, just because I personally, when I'm grading myself or anything, it's like perfection is never achievable. And I bet they're the caliber artists that think the same way. So out of respect and like-mindedness and not just trying to fluff somebody's feathers, it's going to be a 4.5. Perfect out of five because if you go back through, there's only, you're always going to find something that you could do a little bit better on, um, <clears throat> and I'm sure they feel that more than I do. That's the nature of art, you know? yeah. If you're, especially if you take it seriously, and they clearly do. So yeah, no, for sure. That's I, an honest grading. I I think that's a totally fair uh, rating. Johnny, how about you, bud? How what would you rate that? I feel like I don't need to re-say everything. Just said. <laughs> we're just going to go with that four and a half. Oh, on wrong this one. Panel. There we go. There you go. Four and a half. Yeah. I would, I would uh, concur that that is a totally fair rating. Um, I enjoyed that a lot. And I, for whatever reason, like before they started singing, I didn't expect him to be that great of a singer. I expected uh, her to be the one singing the song kind of thing and, and him backing her up. For but, all of uh, the, the probably rough takes that sure. we've gotten to see at bars and restaurants on things. Right. If that were happening in a place and I were sitting there, I would I'd want oh, my table to be quiet and oh, yeah. and right. give it some yeah. attention. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Um, let's see here. Uh, everybody is everybody was guessing that they were going to roast it, but people are changing their mind. Uh, Josh Poole says I was wrong. Four cups. Uh, I like it. Toast. Very good. Um, all right. Cool. Good stuff. Um, so Johnny, we'll let you. Uh, Take a swing at it, if you will. A little baseball reference for you. All right. Uh, <laughs> so whenever you feel good, just let me know. Now. Oh, I just missed Teen Spirit, too. Sure did. I'm kind of glad. <laughs> the fact that they're going to, if I have to dive in with a guess, it's Depeche Mode. I'm going to say that I'm, I'm more likely to roast. Okay, I like that. I love Depeche Mode hard to cover though right well i mean this could wind up being really cool but but i just feel like the margin for error is yeah it's definitely strong yeah i feel i feel that for sure um drew how about yourself how many views um so this one is um let's see here by the way this is uh enjoy the silence by depeche mode as done by new dressed um three and a half thousand views 156 subscribers Uploaded April 1st of 2018. However, it was recorded in August of 2017 um, in Italy. And this is actually um, 
a Depeche Mode tribute band. So, based on all that, I'm playing the. I'm going to take the risk for the sake of points. Okay. Also, some other evidence, and say toast. All right. So we've got a roast and a toast off. <laughs> I saw an Eagles tribute band once. <laughs> It's not your Eagles. Tri- no, I'm. I'm not roasting you here. Um, He's about to God take the gloves off right no, there. Oh, let no, me tell I, you about. Oh. I took some part-time work with a production company, and this was a an Eagles tribute that traveled, and I got to run Spotlight. I couldn't listen to the Eagles for nearly ten years Ooh, after sitting really? through this band. Ouch! But were they it, Italian? It just made. Were they a no? They that's, that's part of my formula right here. <laughs> right. Italian band is different. I'm guessing they, I'm guessing City Girls is much more enjoyable. Uh, I don't know what it was about this band. I just suddenly when the Eagles came on the radio, I had to turn it off. I just couldn't. What for was, the longest Johnny? Time. If you had to guess, what was the uh, median age of the band members that comprised that Eagles tribute band? You saw? Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna guess forties. Okay. Interesting. That tells me nothing, but interesting. Right. <laughs> okay, so let's check this out um, and see what everybody thinks of um, this Depeche Mode tribute band. This should be interesting. Um, here we go. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. <laughs> Got some production. It's a packed house, bro. This is nice so far. It is. That guy would just have, just have to go. Ah! I'm curious as to why only uh, one side of the stage lights are on, but that's just me being a production guy. I have a whole playlist of stuff like this. It's some of my absolute favorite music. It really is. It's good. Good playlist music. The crowd's loving it. I would love to be at this show right now. Yes. I would love to be at any show right now, if I'm being honest. Band is crushing it. Really? Absolutely crushing it. Yeah, buddy. Like all the tones, effects, and mm-hmm. everything is like. I'm surprised that guitar sounds like that. Right, yeah. Yeah, full hollow body. Yeah, it sounds like the record. I would, yeah, I would be interested to see what he's playing through. Wow. Um, okay, well, there's that. Oops. And yeah, that was cool. It was cool. Um, so Johnny, that was your pick. I'm going to let you go first. Yeah. Deb says, uh, yeah, the toast. crowd is digging it. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, okay. So on a scale from one to five, what would you rate that? Um, no pressure. No, I know there's, this is me just overthinking it. I'm going to say, I'm going to say four cups Okay. because I think the vocal would have been better if he hadn't obviously been doing some higher energy stuff before that and his voice it sounded like he was having trouble loosening the vocal cords enough to get 
to get those those low notes with any support. And that's probably because they're really deep into the show and it's one of the biggest songs of the night. So you can't really mm -hmm. blame him. I mean, I know I've I've done in Bloom a bunch of times where I, I can't support the vo the verse at all because it's way too low. Um but it, it was but it's really a challenge. Cool. It, it true. It it is a challenge though. Anytime you've got a, a really low vocal like that, and you've got um, high frequency sounds coming from the rest of the band, you're you're almost in competition with that. Yeah. Um, and and I saw. I mean, obviously, we all saw that the crowd was singing along, but I saw him with his in ears like really struggling to even right. hear. So so I get that too. Um, it is it is a hard thing. Uh, Drew, how about yourself, man? What would you rate that? Um, I think I I'm gonna do four and a half four and a half cups because. Because the production value was absolutely solid. Again, the devil, the devil in the detail work of like making sure your tonal qualities of exactly sounding exactly like the track uh, mm -hmm. live on stage for the band to be in that kind of sync. I mean, they're they're playing the tracks or or um, a click at least because for the sure. drummer's back there with the headsets yeah. on. Well, and the keyboard player had a computer there, so just right, based right. on, I mean, so that you know to put that kind of effort into it, and I know that um, you know the best bands around do that you know right some but the execution can still vary sometimes and the, i felt like the band absolutely killed it my disappointment was the vocalist for whatever reason i think johnny knows knew more about it than i did i just kind of saw him struggling and i you know i would agree the the it's 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 a it's a win-lose situation because the reality is, is he was having a hard time hearing himself right so whether the monitor mix was wrong or whatever he was having a hard time hearing himself probably because he had uh like a thousand people screaming right in front uh, of him. exactly that's exactly right you know and so i i would have i would have really liked to see the vocals just be on par with the the performance overall because it was mm -hmm. otherwise to me spectacular <clears throat> i would say this um once once our show is over go back on youtube and search for that uh, again the band is called um new dressed um but watch the the whole performance because um i think that his um italian accent really lends a really cool twist to the vocal as well um in the clip that we heard you can't really hear that a lot but um it, throughout the whole video you can kind of pick up on that more and it's just a, a really kind of unique twist um as an, a, as an english-speaking american that like I hear that that's different from the recording of Depeche Mode. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and yeah, everybody's talking about how uh, the audience was really digging that. Um, looks like a party and probably sounds really good live. Yeah, it looks like a great time. If I'm, if I'm being honest, um, Joshua says, uh, not a fan of Depeche Mode. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Three cups. All right. Um, so Drew, we're back over to you. Uh, let you get another spin on the on the big old wheel over here whenever you're ready. Stop. Unbelievable Orange Man as done by EMF. Um, are you familiar with this song at all? You're unbelievable. So, full disclosure, I'm, I'm going to tell on myself here. Do you guys, uh, Drew, you're making me question how old you are now, but I, I can tell based on all the uh, the puzzle pieces that you've laid down that you are younger than me. So, um, <laughs> I will I will aim this more towards Johnny. But have you either of you guys had to make a mixtape off of the radio to a cassette? Yes. Okay. So, um, again, uh, if, if you're like 25 or under, um, or 30 or under at this point, um, you probably are not going to be able to relate to this. But it used to be that you couldn't get on the internet and like just search who this artist is or what's the name of the song or what are the lyrics. So, um, I made a mixtape as a kid, and this was one of the songs that I wanted to catch to put on the mixtape. Um, and I'm probably nine years old, somewhere around there at this point. And I still have the the, the mixtape that I that I made, by the way. And on it, it says, you ugly ball. You ugly ball. 
<laughs> and that's when I thought the lyrics were forever. I'm like, I don't know what an ugly ball is, but it's dope. <laughs> my, my best moment with that was um, I was I was in the car with all my older cousins. Uh-huh. Right? We didn't get to see each other very often. I was the oldest sibling in my family. I have a younger sister. Being around my cousins, I was you know four or five years younger than the next one. So they gave me a lot of crap, you know. Mm-hmm. We we're all in the car driving somewhere, and Killing Me Softly came on. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm singing it because I like to sing a lot at that time. And it was uh, <laughs> one time, two killing, time, killing me softly with his sword, <laughs> killing, killing me softly with, with his, his sword. sword. And I was like, I thought that's what it was. That's right? amazing. And she was, she was murdering <laughs> right, this girl, right? And she's singing this heartfelt thing about him. I, they all just started dying. It's like the Princess man. Bride gone wrong. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. I love I, if. I, I would love to be able to do an episode entirely based on um, misinterpreted mis- lyrics. Yeah. Misinterpreted yeah, absolutely. I think it's. I think those stories are just so special. Um, <laughs> it's good stuff. So uh, I know Johnny escaped on us, but we'll go ahead and move uh, right along and, and check this video out. So um, here we go. Maybe there we go. Well, I didn't say what I was going to think. What's that? I didn't say what I was ro- roast or toast. Are you going to roast it or toast it before they start? Roast. Okay. My bad. Now, and I'm questioning that. They got the suits on. I should have known they put effort into this. Right, yeah. Now, oh, now they got it. They got some toasties. No! Good point. Somebody just aggressively opened a beer in that crowd. I feel like the guitar player over here looks like um, Dr. Evil if he was in a band or something. He, he looks like Jamie Kennedy from uh, oh, man, my, uh, God, what was that movie called? Uh, Jamie Kennedy where he's the gangster who gets kidnapped. God, what was that called? Oh, man. Yeah, I can't think of it. <sighs> Be rad. I mean, I think overall, that's a pretty good, you know, they put the effort into coordinating all the outfits um, that match the name of their band. Yeah. And they executed their parts pretty well for the most part. Um, it didn't look like it was a big stage. It looked like, you know, an outdoor event somewhere. And so to put that effort into that, get that opportunity, there's going to be some other variables that you can't control. The drummer was a little sloppy on a couple of things for me, those transitions. I thought I heard on the bass, too, there was a little flub on the bass at some point. A little bit. You know, he was concerned more with the show, with the stage presence, which I, you know, that's... <laughs> That's really important. Yeah, honestly. it is. So it is. It's give and take sometimes with that. Um, Josh Poole says, excuse me while I kiss this guy. Yeah, that's a commonly misheard one. Um, <laughs> Malibu's most wanted. That's it. Malibu's most wanted. There you wanted. go. Be red. Um, be red. Okay, so uh, fellas, what uh, what are you going to rate that one, Drew? Uh, I'm going to give it a solid four. Okay. Because like, you can tell the effort went in. 
I mean, my, my, my biggest criticism was I think the drummer was a little, just a little haphazard in some of those transitions. Vocals can always be better. You know, I mean, as a vocalist, I had never listened to one of my tracks and go, oh, I nailed that. You know? <laughs> right. There's always something. Yeah. I killed that. Like there's always something that I can do better, you know? For sure. So. For sure. Uh, Johnny, what would you rate that one? Um, three cups, I think. Okay. Oh. Right in the middle. That's fair. Um, I would probably rate it about the same, maybe, maybe a little bit lower, maybe like two and a half. Um, I thought it was fine and there was nothing like, oh my God, that was, you know, bad on this part, on this person's part. Uh, nothing stood, stood out to me like that, but nothing stood out like, wow, either. Sure. So, yeah. um, let's see here. Uh, two cups from Al. Uh, <laughs> what the hell is a Jamo Jan? I, I have no idea. You might have to Google it after you're done Googling the other thing that we told you not to Google. Uh, ask Flava. Flav would say, I need music in the monitor. <laughs> All right. Um, let's uh, carry on. So, um, Johnny, whenever you're ready. All right. Stop. All around Love the world. Song, bro. I do too. Uh, Lisa Stansfield is the one that did it. Abracazabra is the one that remade this. Um, so to give you a little insight here, um, this has 8,000 views um, and 306 subscribers uploaded all the way back in December of 2011. Um, so uh, based on that information, going in blind, Johnny, are you going to roast this or toast this, do you think? Toast. Toast. Okay. Um, how about you, Drew? I'll toast it. All right. Uh, let's jump right into it. I don't know where my baby is, but I find him somewhere, somehow, somewhere, somehow. I never give up looking for my baby. Ooh, a drummer. Hear those triplets on that hi-hat? That's awesome. Murdered. I think they murdered that. I don't know. I mean, good murdered or bad murdered? Good murdered. There you go. Is there bad murder? Or is that dark humor again? Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's dark humor. I'm like, I, 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 yeah, yes. <laughs> I, I think. 
Uh, okay. Um, so what would you rate that one then? Um, I think Johnny, was that your? I can't remember. I think it was Johnny's. I don't yeah. remember either. It was Johnny's. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll start keeping score better. <laughs> um, okay. So Johnny, what would you rate that one then? I'm gonna say four and a half. Okay. It was really, really good. It was really good. Rhythm section felt awesome. That's exactly what I thought. That's that what stood out to me. Pocket was deep. deep. <laughs> wow. Real deep. Man, I'm gonna. It makes you want to play bass, right? <laughs> they, yes, and that's stuff like that. You just go absolutely. You know, that's why well, play regular guitar. <laughs> stupid. You're so um, stupid. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to do it five. Honestly. All right, we're going all because, the way. Because you looked at that stage. First of all, we talked about this earlier. No music stand. No monitor. Right. No, no iPad anywhere on that stage. Every one of those players playing completely relaxed with a big smile on their face, right? Like that was every person on that stage completely committed to the total performance, whether they had a bad day, whatever. They got up on that stage, they killed their part, they smiled, they engaged, yep. sounded incredible. The sound was perfectly mixed. It was, you yeah. Know? So, I mean, I don't, I don't know how you do it better than that. I, I, I agree. I, I'm like Johnny. Like, I don't want to repeat what you said, but you're, you're spot on with that for sure. Uh, hey, keyboard player, save some notes for the rest of us. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Um, so let's see here. Johnny did that one. So, Drew, um, let, you gonna go, let you go again. So whenever you're ready. Stop. Hold on by the Band Geeks uh, featuring Emily. Emily, uh, as done by Wilson Phillips. So um, what song is this? What's that? What song is this? The song um, from Bridesmaids. Oh, you're one of those. So this movie, uh, <laughs> th this song was around way before the movie, so it's not from the movie. Uh, well, I'm trying to think of where he's <laughs> going to know this Gotcha. Song. So, um, so hold on for one oh, moment okay. and hold yeah. on. Got it. Okay, what would you rate that? No, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> I murdered it in the bad way. Uh, okay, so... I, I'm before I I'm gonna we're gonna do this this way. So before I read you um, any of the stats, we'll go into this totally blind. Do you think that you guys are gonna roast this or toast this? We have we have well, there's one kind of half roast. Yeah, we've only had one really statistically. It's got to be a roast. There you go. If I'm playing the odds, okay. Gotta, we, we're due for a roast. A we are. Roast. We are totally due you, for I, a roast. Surely you put a video in here that is gonna be bad, right? I I, I mean, you got to entertain the folks. <laughs> We like to see train wrecks. <laughs> right. Uh, Johnny, on a, on a scale from one to train wreck, what are you going to do? Are you going to roast this or toast this, do you think? Well, you know, a minute ago, I was thinking of commenting that it seemed fairly well curated, and you probably hit, <laughs> hit that right on the nose. Are you saying this is he, an inside job? He's probably picked something terrible in here, and we haven't come across anything right. yet. Right. We're playing Minesweeper. <laughs> Has anybody ever figured out how the hell you're supposed to actually play that game, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yes. Do tell. It's just guessing. Okay, then that's a no. When you put the flag on one of the squares, uh -huh. then that like protects it. That won't go away. Go on, speak into your mic so we can hear you. So it, there you, you go. You flat, when you flag a square, you just have to guess which where, where you think the mines are. And then there's the numbers on the edge. When uh -huh. It's an open area. Like, and there's no mines. Okay. So it stops when it hits a mine. So there's a mine around it. So when the numbers say one, there's a there's one mine oh. adjacent to it. Gotcha. Now, right. not a mine, one space. Two, space. three, four. So when you get the numbers 
you can see it goes up to three i think hmm. i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that's it you know what i haven't ran windows 98 in a while <laughs> but um totally fair i think that that was it something like that Jesus. okay so i want to uh I'll, I'll read a little bit about this so um for those of you who, not, who are not familiar with the band geeks um and by the way if you've if you've been watching the show from day one um you'll know that this is since since episode one was a total flub and and kind of quote unquote didn't air uh this is a rehash um but uh so the uh this video from the band geeks has six hundred and thirty three thousand views uh, 79,000 subscribers and was uploaded July of 2019. It was filmed in Staten and excuse me, in Staten Island, New York. Um, but here's, here's a little, uh, tidbit of trivia that I did not know. And I missed on the first go around of this, the guitar player featured in this, uh, band, uh, the band geeks. Uh, this is his kind of side project, if you will, but he is the guitar player and keyboard player for the blue oyster cult. His name is Richie Castanolo. We're wrong. So, we're wrong. We're wrong. Um, it's going to be a toad. <laughs> let's just go ahead and give it its. It's going to be a let's toast. Let's give it its due right now. Might as well. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's check out. Um, hold on. There he is. I like the choreography. Don't ever let anyone step all over you. Just open your heart and your mind. Mm, is it really fair to feel this way inside? Somebody's gonna make you yes! And he's wearing the yes! Oh my god! That is brilliant. Yes! I like how he didn't even shave. That is brilliant. <laughs> wow. Hold on. Yeah, great. Hold on for one more day. <laughs> Dude, yes. Killer execution. Oh man, tons of fun. You can just tell they have a blast. Nice. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh my god. Dude, that's brilliant. I'm, that I'm, oh I'll start gosh. this one off, fellas. We're doing it wrong. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Johnny's, Johnny's on the done. right track, though. It, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He, 100% agree. Um, <laughs> Deb says, uh, "Humor and music, awesome cover." Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, See, kill, told like, you, five cups. They yep. killed it. 
absolutely murdered. There's no, I, 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 as much fun as I was having watching that, I was listening intently. Like everybody's part sounded spot oh, on. Yeah. Um, so they yeah. make the video like that where they just, you know, this is, uh, this is the obvious gesture of like, Hey, listen, we take the music seriously, but we don't take ourselves too seriously. A hundred percent. That's the heart of uh, being a good entertainer. I think. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. And you can, you can definitely see why he wanted, uh, what, uh, what was his name? Richie, I believe, uh, wanted to have some other side project to be able to kind of let that out. Sure. Um, I thought it was great. I, I mean, do we need to, is this? Yeah. 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 I, yeah. We can do that better. Yeah. Um, okay. I think we've got one more here. Um, Al Hutches is asking, uh, so Josh Poole, you want to make a poorly cross-dressers band? <laughs> All right. Uh, so for our last one, um, Drew, let's see uh, what you can draw. Drew. Stop. All I want to do is make love to you by the twist as done by heart. All right. Uh, we'll we'll do another one going in blind uh, without any stats. What do you uh, think you're going to rate this one, Drew? Ro- uh, roast or toast? Like the band Heart? No, Heart's H-A-R-T, wasn't it? No, H-E-A-R-T. Heart, like mm-hmm. heart. Yep. Heart like uh, like this, not heart like Bret Hart. Just saying. <laughs> no, totally I've lost, lost I've lost all confidence in my ability to guess here now because... I'm not. I'm not sure what wizardry you're weaving, Mr. Isaacs, but it's mischievous. At this point, neither am I. <laughs> you notice how long he let it continue to randomly generate after you said stop, <laughs> and uh-huh. then I was this like, "The turn in the punch bowl." Okay. Okay. I like so it. Are we? Are we going? I'm on your side. If we're, if we're doing, if we're going to commit. To uh, the roast, I'm committed, fellas. Let's roast the crap out of this. Let's do this. Um, everybody is predicting. Nobody's predicting anything. Nobody's predicting. Um, <laughs> perfect. Uh, Jules says, I was so into heart when I was a kid growing up. I'm still into heart. I, I love heart. Yeah, heart's awesome. Always um, one of my favorite. In fact, hosts. as far as um, sound, not necessarily a stage show and the whole thing, because they're a very stripped down band in the, in the, in the, uh, in the means of production. Best sounding uh, live concert I've ever been to was heart. Uh, as far as like the audio mix and that kind of stuff it was really good. Um, okay. So now that nobody uh, cares about that little story, let's go ahead and hit play. <laughs> good yeah by the way this is uh done like for a radio station or something like that i believe it was a rainy night we came into sight i like how soft this is standing by the road she's got a savory voice no umbrella no coat so I pulled up alongside. This is a very hard song for those of you that aren't familiar because it's like one note at the top redundantly, and it's hard to make that come across. So we drove for a while. Here it comes. I didn't ask him his name. Literally got goosebumps.
Good Lord wow. Almighty, man. Well, there's again. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Real, real wrong. <laughs> very, very real wrong. Wow. That was really good. Yeah. Katie agrees. So good. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, Al asked, dude or girl, I have no idea. And I kind of don't care with a voice like That's that. That was freaking amazing. Um, wow. <laughs> that's that's the hey that's the debate in the comments not about how good it was Man, so that's that's crazy to it me. is i i would not that didn't even cross my mind no yeah exactly um I, I mean just wow um okay so drew we'll start with you where are you going to rate that for an acoustic guitar and a single vocalist that's an absolute five out of five yeah that was incredible i agree that would have moved me it, to at the very least my my body and heart would be a flutter no pun that intended was done in front of me you know oh my god yeah i mean that'd blow me away yeah for sure um that's when you tip big when you hear stuff like that uh johnny how about you did you love it or well, uh I, you... I still tip big and she was she was great when she opened her mouth but then as they caught into the song she was just good lord get my jaw off the floor good right but i I really hate recordings when you plug in and use the piss poor sounding acoustic guitar pickup. The guitar sounded terrible I'm and, not gonna, and okay. it was out of tune. So uh, see, and not being a guitar player, I didn't notice the out of tune so much, but I did hear her voice sounding uh, better quality than his the guitar. Mix got it turned down low enough that her, the size of her voice could bury the guitar a little. Yes. And I think that was done deliberately because the guitar sound, it was played fine sure it just sounded really really bad see i've never tuned a guitar before so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i mean we've all played shows without a tuned guitars yeah i've yeah i have that's I, but honestly johnny that's <laughs> that's a really fair point that's a really fair but point. the guitar bummed me out about the video because yeah, the vocal okay. was so good yeah i'm not changing my rating but i agree with you yeah for sure uh johnny what would you rate that one then three okay uh yeah i i mean again i i totally missed that about the guitar but i think we all agreed that 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 vocal performance was stellar as all get out yeah um i'll probably watch that again yes same uh I, I, let me plug that one again so uh that was uh all i want to do is make love to you um by the twist uh that video only had two thousand views and um one one and a half thousand subscribers. Now, keep in mind, that's not the band's YouTube page. That's whatever radio station or whatever. Uh, but that video was uploaded uh, two years ago in November of 2018 and is sitting on only 2,000 views, which I think is ridiculous. Yeah. That's, uh, man, that was good stuff. Um, okay, well, we're, uh, we're going to take a little break. This one's going to be kind of a, a little bit of a longer break uh, for those of us that have to use the uh, restroom and get some more coffee. So uh, stick around. We've got more fun and games. Um, by the way, uh, Gene Whedon says uh, it was a 12-string, so percentage-wise, it wasn't too bad. Ah, there you go. Um, you guys, you guys have eyes for that kind of stuff. Like I'm being a, being a, a singer myself. Like that's where I gravitate to. I don't I don't pay attention to uh, I don't pay attention to guitar players. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Stick around. Fame producer Bruce Dickinson said, I put my pants on one leg at a time. It's just that when I put my pants on, I make gold records. He knew the process, and classic rock coffee producers know that great coffee is much more than atmosphere and attitude. 
Kind of like searching for the best new talent. The heart of our business is sourcing and roasting great coffees to create legendary coffee drinks. Just like any legendary recording session, there's a lot of work that goes on before the tape rolls. At Classic Rock Coffee, there is a lot of work that happens backstage prior to getting your dirty white boy or a cup of back and black bold. First, we collect hundreds of green coffee samples to determine which origin we want to provide to our customers. It's like playing every guitar in the store to find the right one. You gotta try them all. We do this year-round, as coffees can vary from year to year, even from the same origin. This is due in part to growing conditions, timing and amount of moisture, amongst other things. Second, we roast and cup these samples to verify that they match origin characteristics and meet our standards. You know, you have to try out the new axe in front of screaming fans to see how she's going to handle. If she's right for you, she will rock. Many coffees have the right characteristics, but that's not enough. At Classic Rock, we eliminate marginal coffees to find exceptional coffees and provide our customers with the best coffees available, all while still offering the best value in the cup. Once coffees are selected from the samples, larger shipments are brought in. Upon receiving the larger shipment, we run each coffee through three or four roast profiles in our state-of-the-art roaster and profile logger. The roasting process is where all of the flavors are developed. The manner in which the heat is applied greatly affects the finished product. Great coffees can be destroyed if not roasted correctly. After the different roasts are completed, the cupping process happens again. The profile that produces the best cup is then saved in our profiler and then recalled each time that same coffee is roasted. No two coffees are roasted alike. Some coffees can handle darker roasts. Others can't. Some coffees taste better at a lighter roast, while others taste better at a medium roast. It's sort of like the difference between a Les Paul and a Strat. Depends on what you're going for. At Classic Rock, we take pride in finding the peak roast for every coffee and providing you a rockin' cup of joe. We put a whole lot of love in our coffee. Classic Rock Coffee. Our coffee rocks. All right, we are back. Um, yes, you guys are, I'm looking at the comments as that was playing, and you guys are spot on. By the way, yes, Chris, 100%. Never go on without checking your tuning. Um, totally true. Glad you guys enjoyed that. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that performance of, uh, of that heart song. Um, Jules says, uh, back to black, uh, back, back in black blend uh, that I've bought and had uh, tried several times. Um, and Deb Klein says, uh, how do I become a coffee taster? Well, you come right here on the Audio Rose podcast and you get to taste all you want. Or you can stop in at uh, Classic Rock Coffee um, and pick some up. They've got it all for sale. So uh, if you dig it and you want to make some at home, by all means, it's good stuff. Uh, Jewel says, go and check them out. There's also a Classic Rock Coffee out in Republic, Missouri and downtown Springfield. Yes, that's right. There are three locations in the area. Um, and Deb says that she likes dark roast as well. Um, yeah, the last uh, two episodes, for those of you who've been keeping up, uh, we did uh, the Barracuda blend, which is a medium roast. Boy, that was a scary set when I put my head up. I've got hat hair. Um, so, um, yeah, we've been doing a medium roast and we went with the dark roast today because uh, the boys like some dark humor. So, uh, so yeah, that's what we went with. And I'm really digging it. I think it's good stuff. Um, 
<laughs> Josh Poole says, is that a commercial or a documentary for the classic rock coffee? Uh, a little of both. It's a, it's a little of both. It's a little uh, uh, educational, it's if you will. <laughs> so uh, a lot of stairs. Is that what you said? Yeah, I pulled a hammy. Uh-oh. Can't have that. I know. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see what we've got next on the docket. Um, okay, so what we're going to do next uh, oops, I totally just unplugged my headphones and I can't hear anything. I can hear you. Perfect. Now I can hear me. Um, okay, so we're going to play um, kind of a classic game here on uh, the Audio Rose podcast. Um, here we go. Guess the song in reverse. Wow. Well, this is about as easy and as uh, self-explanatory as the title. We're going to play about a 30-second clip of a song from the 1990s. Holy cow, I can see Drew Biney's eyes. This is freaking me out. Um, and uh, and uh, so I need you um, to be able to tell me the name of the song and the artist um, featured in the song. Um, I'm going to leave this up to you guys. Do you guys want to go back and forth, or do you want to get competitive with this? I really I don't, don't care. I feel like that... Um the the competitiveness is really collaborative you know we're pushing each other to do better not to decide who's who's you know gonna win gotcha right gotcha then we'll we'll keep it uh classic with uh going back and forth then so um it looks like um johnny is gonna start this game uh let me jot this down here so that i can keep this square um when when we go to add up all these points that uh mean absolutely nothing um so I will let uh, Johnny go first. Again, this is going to be a 30-second clip of a song from uh, 1990 in the pop genre played backwards. Uh, so, are you ready, Johnny? Yes. Okay. This is weird. Yeah, it sounds like a Portishead song now. <laughs> it's, it's weird how much I like it. <laughs> right, yeah. It's weird to me how much it's not different. <laughs> well, it's Suzanne Vega, and I so... Uh, it's Tom's Diner, right? Is that what it's called? You're 100% right. Suzanne Vega, Tom's Diner. I really wanted to say Uncle Tom's Diner, <laughs> but that's probably not funny. <laughs> not well. <laughs> oh, my it's not God. funny. <laughs> do I, I'm, I'm, I could say something, but I'm just going to here. I'll, I'll do this. You should say it, Jared. Um, that's some dark humor. Um, okay, so <laughs> we're going to move right along. Uh, yeah, people are getting this right. Uh, correct. <laughs> Get back here, Drew. Uh, good job, guys. Uh, Jewel says, oh my God, I remember this song from the 90s. It's very catchy. It is. Um, I pitched doing this in our band at one point. Yeah. And a past member completely crapped on the Oh, idea. that's a bummer. I Called love it a this song. Snooze fest. Um, okay, so trivia question. The first one that can answer, what is the song that is sampled in that? You guys are both too young to, yeah, to know, know this. 
Uh, let's see if anybody in the comments gets it correctly. Um, Joshua, <laughs> Josh Poole says, uh, I wanted to say Alice's restaurant. Uh, no. Uh, so you're wrong. Kiss my grits. Um, oddly enough though, the, uh, the sample is, uh, taken from a, a TV show that was an old TV show. Um, and Al says your voice would do this song. Cool. Um, is Alice's restaurant the, nope. I just answered my own question. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. All right. Uh, still waiting to see if anybody knows what uh, what TV show that was taken from. I'm surprised that nobody nobody's screaming at us like, oh my God, you don't know this? Maybe I'm the only person who knows. Okay. And moving right along. So um, the answer is, I dream of Jeannie. Oh. do 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 Total sample of, of the theme song from My Dream of Genie. Uh, Mel's Diner is the name. There you go. Okay. Um, Drew, it is your turn. Are you ready, sir? Sure. I know what it is. I like how the slide is the exact same forwards and backwards. Yeah. This is one of my favorite songs. I know that... Uh, I know that Johnny knows this because you guys play this song. Yeah, it's one of my favorites in the set list. It's so much fun to play. Uh, I know the song, but I can't for the life of me remember the freaking name of it or the band. Um, I know both of those things. <laughs> You've got it. Yep. Break me off a piece of that. Nobody tell him. Football cream. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the office. Okay. <laughs> Applesauce. <laughs> uh, okay, so Johnny, hit us with the right answer, sir. Grooves in the heart by Grooves D-Light. D-Light. Yes. Uh, spelled with three Ds because it's extra delightful. With Bootsy Collins. Okay. Uh, I believe that is correct. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad I chose collaboration for this contest. <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure. You'd be smoked by this point. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I feel like Johnny is right at home with this. Um, so, uh, Johnny, it's back over to you. Are you ready, sir? I am. Yep. I feel like I'm so close. Yeah. I can almost place the way that it sounded. And when the correct answer is given, I'm really going to kick myself. But I. Whatever you pass. want from me. Yeah. I'm your baby tonight. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I'm your baby tonight, Whitney Houston. There you go. I thought I had that one. I was not sure of the title if that was actually the name of the song the or not. The point though. goes to Jared. Woo! Yes, it does. I'm finally on the board. 
Um, okay, so uh, Drew, back over to you. Uh, see if we speaking of on the board. Let's see if we can get you on the board. <laughs> It's free it's like, your mind. Free your mind. Free your mind. Free your mind. Okay. I can't remember who did it. Free your mind. Yeah. And the rest will follow. Is that in vogue? That is in vogue oh, that sings that. Okay. However, that is 100% incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> All right. Uh, I do see a right answer. So uh, I've got uh, Josh Poole saying Rhythm Nation by Janet Jackson. A great song. Uh, you're wrong on the song, but you're correct on the artist. Uh, looks like Jules has got it correctly. It is Black Cat by Janet Jackson. There's that. Um, Johnny, back over to you for one more, I believe. I'm going to guess, uh, even though this isn't Drew's turn, that Drew actually knows this one. I don't, just like the rest of them. It's like, I know this. It's like, this was a, another misheard lyric by me for years and years. I thought they were saying something Japanese like, oh, Mitsuwatu. <laughs> oh, Mitsu. That would work. <laughs> right. It's uh, Rome by B-52. There right? you go, Johnny. Perfect. I like that song. That's a great That's a song. song. I was actually surprised that it was uh, that, uh, how do you say that, like that light uh, of a release, uh, because weren't they popular in the 80s with like um, Love Shack, Love Shack and, and uh, well, Rock Lobster, Red Lobster, Rock, Rock Lobster. Lobster. Yeah. I think their heyday was the 80s, but uh, even Love Shack, which we play, was released in 89, but really? it stayed in the charts so long into 1990 that it makes the year-end top 100 for Billboard. Really? Which is why we play it, because it... Is that a prerequisite, it, it, by the way, for you? Yes. Really? Um, That's really interesting. Yeah. It it has to legitimately... Well, you have to be able to legitimize the song as a 90s song. So there are a couple of things that would be exceptions, like we play Where Is My Mind by the Pixies, but the moment in Fight Club is that Pixies song. Mm -hmm. And when that guitar comes in and the buildings are falling, sorry if you haven't seen Fight Club. Like You've only that, had 30 years to watch it. Yeah, it's, it's or an read indelible the moment. Well, in if you're reading the book, you're not going to get the song right there. Um, oh, they didn't so, put that in the book? <laughs> it'd probably be better if they did. <laughs> but yeah, we we try to to make sure that there's a good explanation for anything that we would play. That's really cool. So there's show. no, so nobody gets like a, a, a free pass or a guilty pleasure to pop in. Like it, nah. it has to meet those requirements. That's really yeah. cool. Cause that does help keep with the vibe of just a party and having a good time and that kind of thing. Nobody has to endure somebody's guilty pleasure per right. se. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, no, I, I totally get that. Yes, Joshua Poole, that is exactly what I used to think they were saying was oh Mitsuwatu. Google it. <laughs> I mean, if you're Googling everything else out there, kids, Google that and tell me what it means. I, I'm praying that uh it's it's not gonna demonetize me. <laughs> um okay, so uh let's see what we've got here. Such a cool song. It really is. As soon as those, as soon as the vocals came in, I knew what it was. Okay, Drew, Freedom, George Michael. Drew made it on the board before the, the board. before the game ended. Good stuff, man. Yes, indeed. Um, looks like everybody got that right. Uh, Freedom, George, Michael. When that started, I thought you got the hardest one because it's like all yeah. bass. Okay, backwards bass line. What, what are we going to do It's so that? weird how some of these songs translate in, in reverse. Um, sometimes you're able to kind of pick out some of the the rhythm section, if you will, because especially with the snare drum, at least it gives you a tempo of the song, so you can kind of feel for that. But um, like the slide, I didn't expect that, and uh, groove is in the heart to be the exact same sound, <laughs> forwards and backwards. So, uh, okay, we're gonna take our final break and come back and play one more game and uh, have a good time. So. Be sure to check out Blind Driver this Friday at Just One More. And Saturday, Bootleg Riot takes the stage. And we're back. We are back. Um, okay, so we've got one final uh, so uh, song, one final game to play here. Um, and uh, we're going to do kind of a unique spin on the finish the lyrics. Uh, both of you guys are known for playing guitar and singing, so we're going we're gonna to kind of test that theory. Um, with our next game. This is a game called Cut Off Karaoke, and it works just like musical chairs. Uh, you're going to sing along with the karaoke song, and when the music stops, we need you to finish the uh, next lyric. So, you know. Sing it? Yeah, sing it, you know. This was not in the contract. Yeah. Uh, about that. <laughs> uh, it happened to fall into the shredder, and I apologize greatly for that. 
Um, lawyer will be in touch. I think I need vodka for this game. Oh, well, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Drew opens his, his track jacket and it's like a, a mini bar of <laughs> flasks. If, and by the way, if that's not your gimmick, it needs to be now. <laughs> All right, uh, so it looks like for this last game, jo- uh, Drew is going to start this one off since Johnny started the last one. So That's fair. <laughs> yeah, since you're so confident uh, yeah, in your ability fair. here. They're the exact same competition. Wildly totally, uncomfortable. Totally fair. <laughs> All right, uh, again, this is karaoke, so it's just it's, it's a good time. Uh, no, no big deal. Yeah, you no know, deal. We're just going to fly by the seat of our pants. Sunglasses okay. are going back on. <laughs> In three, two, one. Okay, um, so our first song is going to be, oh, yeah, fin- there, there's the rules. Finish the line uh, when the music stops. We got that. Yes, we're ready. Drew, your first song, oh, boy, Madonna's Vogue. <laughs> this is fantastic. I'm already, I'm already giving you five cups for, for the choreography. Shit. Good stuff, man. Um, all right, well, here we go. <laughs> I hate this. Sure. Look, everybody's wanting you to sing. They're 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 ready. They're I'm sure they are. Yeah. <laughs> no cover here. <laughs> I think it's time for everyone to turn on their webcams. They can do it. <laughs> right. When your town is hiding, everywhere that you go. Wow. I, there's no way I'm everything you can escape. Ain't his life that you know. No idea, man. <laughs> do I look like the kind of cat that listens to Yes, me? yes, you yeah, do. I do. But that's why you should do you know why? But wait, cover. do you know why? Because you look like me. Oh Lord! <laughs> How dare you invite uh, me into this place? Well, and <laughs> just to embarrass me. Well, you think that's embarrassing? Here's a perfectly timed question for you. Al Hutchins says, "What bands are these guys in again?" <laughs> uh, actually, I'm retiring. I'm done. So, well, Drew is the uh, lead singer of Machine Gun Symphony. <laughs> No, uh, no, that dude doesn't own shirts. True, true. All he owns is glitter <laughs> and leather pants. I've been glittered by him on numerous occasions. Have you? It it, it takes time for that to, to come un- off. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You get a Jay Stevens it- hug. You're gonna you're gonna have glitter on whatever you're wearing. Yep, it's true. Um, Holly says, "Learn the Vogue dance too." Um, okay, so yeah, so Al, uh, I know you're you're generally asking. Uh, uh, Drew Biney is in uh, um, Red Light Runner and uh, City Girls, and Johnny Shelton is in the mixtapes. So, um, yeah, I- I'm gonna say that that was a swing and a miss. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the answer is actually uh, the dance floor, and here's what it's for. So, Vogue, come on, something like that. I don't know, that's all I got. Cool. Uh, right. Cool, bro. Glitters like herpes. Bro. <laughs> oh, that's uh, great. Yeah. All right. Uh, your turn. 
uh mr shelton you know i think it's drew again isn't it oh yeah about that i think I, it yeah i just can't i was told that i would get to hear drew sing a lot and <laughs> that was the first time so well i tell you what you take a crack at it johnny and then we'll let drew sing again <laughs> well for the guy who asked the band i meant i'm not the singer for the mixtape there you I, go i am a i'm the keyboard player <laughs> 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 the the three chord keyboard player all right uh johnny like it or not you're up next here we go <laughs> oh vanilla ice uh, yeah, this... ice ice baby no this is worse <laughs> is <it? laughs> so I was... i've never wrapped anything except the one eminem thing that i had to learn for forgot about dre and that was just that is everybody got want to talk like yeah, Nothing. well, in a verse, so it's a billion um, words. Yeah. Um, Nowadays, everybody want to talk. They got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move the lips. It's a bunch of gibberish. Motherfuckers, I forgot about it. Drew. Yeah. I used to do that. Uh, my that sister word. and I used to have races on who could sing that section the fastest. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Can I call in a lifeline? I know a guy who Phone knows a this song. Do you? Yeah. Who do you know that knows this song? Well, we do this song. There you go. Ryan does this song. Ryan does all the fun songs. Um, oh, he's that guy. I, I'm not the fun guy. I don't do these songs. <laughs> Joshua Poole says, I was on video chat last week's on last week's podcast with Jay, and I somehow ended up with glitter all over yeah, me. Yeah, I'll bet he did. <laughs> Jay is a, a magic cloud of glitter. The glitter just comes through the video scope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Katie Shelton says, you have earned this, Johnny. Ryan is going to love this. Yes. Now's the time, kids, where you hit the screen record on your iPhones and post it to the Mixtapes uh, Facebook page. Wow. <laughs> all right, Johnny. Yeah, I have wow. the privilege of being in, in a band with a guy who can do all this stuff and make it fun. So I don't have to. Well, here's the deal. I'll make you a deal. Um, You're going to have to talk to him and tell him about how much... Uh, you enjoyed your experience here <laughs> and convince him to come join us uh, for an episode sometime. If he can even sniff that he's going to have to do these songs, <laughs> I think he's going to he's going to bow out. Like, wait, smart guy. I got to do Marky Mark again. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Katie says, oh, yeah, I already got that. OK, here you go. Ready or not. Here you go. Yo, Yo VIP. VIP. Let's do, kick do, do. it. I love the monotone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stop. <laughs> Listen, Ice is back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly, flows like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal, light up the stage. Let me blow Brucey's, out your candle. Brucey's chumps like a candle. I mean, is that a metaphor for ending <laughs> a life? Like a candle. What? Well, what are you saying, Drew? Brucey's chumps like a candle, something like that. Oh. I mean, if I were threatening to kill someone. To the extreme, I rock the mic like a vandal, light up the stage, and wax a chump like the like a candle. Uh, Drew, you got it right. But you know what? I'm going to go ahead and still give the points to Johnny. He was very close, and I love the monotone the approach. Dude, that the was delivery. five cups. Five cups. So now I... I, I Dev Klein says word to your mother. <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> oh my god dude that made my night that's great um al hutchins says oh. i worked with a dude at target and he only had a ocd or he had an ocd slash phobia thing about glitter uh, christmas section was interesting yeah i could imagine um somebody earlier said that uh glitter is uh like herpes yes it's very true uh there it is um good stuff man johnny great job hey um, thank you yeah again be sure to tag the mixtapes <laughs> yeah guys i'm a rapper now yeah <laughs> he's rap. got street cred now <laughs> uh okay drew back over to you let's see if you can talk that performance with rock sets it must have been love <laughs> uh okay this song is so cool. I don't which I hum it. I you'll know this song. Joshua, you'll know it. Joshua Poole said, "Do harpoons actually flow?" <laughs> Depends on how many you have. Uh, well, okay. Um, let's uh, let's see uh, how you do. Got another high one. <laughs> but it's over now. Must in love. He's taking the same approach. But it's over now. I'm gonna shatter it. Lay a whisper on my pillow. Leave winter. Wake up lonely. This air of silence in the bedroom. And all around, touch me now. <laughs> I close my eyes, dream away. Here we go. Make it count. It must have been love. But it's over now. It must have been good, but I lost. It must have been love, but it's over now. From the moment that we touched that dying cow. <laughs> I have no idea what the words of this song is. is. <laughs> I like the Tom Waits approach. Uh, it must have been love. It must have been love. <laughs> But it's over now. There you go. Deb says, "Is that you, Barry White?" <laughs> hey, baby, you wanna? Oh my God, yes. Oh, he he did sound like William Shatner. He, yeah, that's perfect. It is. Yep, for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, there you go, Kim. Uh, till the time had run out. Let's see if she's correct. Good job, oh! Kim. Boom. Good job, Kim. Good job. Um, yeah, I, I again, I like the approach, but uh, I've got to take off points for originality. I feel like you were doing a cover of a, a Johnny Shelton. Too. Well, he's been taking my answers all freaking day. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> I was right. supposed to make it harder for you. <laughs> Jared said, hey, Johnny, can Guess you come what? make it harder for Drew, please? And I said, yeah. And I canceled plans and everything. It's like, I'll be there. Right. Yeah. Now he's like, Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to pass the Dutch back over to Johnny. I don't like this game, Jared. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, this is one of my favorite songs. This is absolutely one of my favorite songs as well. It's a perfect um, song. Good. Then let's hear your rendition. Of... Oh, it's it's going to be terrible. I'm okay with that. On Halloween, because I was dressed as Katie, 
uh, I attempted to sing uh, something in a similar vein. Um, we do. Oh, what's the name of the song? Uh, <laughs> I love you always forever. I so we open the set. Yeah, we open the forever. second set with that, and and I tried to sing it instead of Katie because I looked like Katie kind of, and it was horrible. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> But that's what makes it a memorable performance, right? Yeah, so, so this is going to be really bad. Perfect. Uh, we've got a request uh, for you to do it in the voice of William Hung. Hmm. I, I <laughs> I'm not that, sure how PC I mean, I that is. I tried to avoid yeah, William Hung. I don't remember what that was like. Uh, Deb says, this you game is awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> uh, it's a Prince song. Okay, yeah, it is a Prince song. Um, and I will say, I'll go out on a limb because I love Prince, but I'm going to say that I actually prefer Sinead's uh, interpretation of this song better. Yeah, I don't I don't think that this is a song that can be done better than this recording. Exactly. It's, yeah. Uh, I love this. Josh so disagrees, but that's also why Josh is sitting at home and not here in the studio with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Katie says, uh, I hid in the corner and sang along, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's what yeah, she, she calls support kids. Well, that's how she saved it for the people in the room who had to have been thinking, oh, this isn't funny. <laughs> Why is this happening? This isn't funny. Right. Okay. So uh, taking a crack at uh, Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you. Here's Johnny Shelton of the mixtapes. There is no music. No music. He wow. Wants, he wants you to do it a cappella. Uh, apparently, I do. Wow. Um, <laughs> well, that throws a curveball and everything. Yeah, um, okay, well, let me, let me uh, change over to this and stop that and do this and then do that and fix some of this stuff. <laughs> See what's going on. No, I don't want that. Okay. Um, let me. Let me see if I can doctor this up. Um, <laughs> I might even have to go this route. This makes for great audio content, by the way. Let's see if we can hear this. Take it back in. Nope, sure don't. Well, that's weird. Um, Okay, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll do this way, perhaps. Nothing like uh, mid-show hiccups. Don't you beep at me. Anything that delays this a little further. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in my mind trying to decide. Do you do you try to? Do you actually? Yes. Go for it? Yes. Yeah, do you go for Dude, it? Dude, you've got one shot. You've got one. No, well, you've got one <laughs> shot. You just, you just go for it. That's what I think. You do what you got. Well, well what sucks is, is you don't know scenario. if you can hit it until you try the first time. <laughs> yeah. Go. Oh. oh, yeah, that didn't work. <clears throat> one time uh, in my life, I, I sang Roxanne at karaoke. Oh, and, nice. Oh, yeah. We had done a, a full show that night at the. We we did a wedding at the firehouse. Um, so did a full show and Ryan didn't play with us that night. So the, <clears throat> the singing workload was on me a little bit more than normal. Sure. 
And then we go to karaoke, and by then we've all been drinking for a long time. And I nailed Roxanne, and I threw up tequila in my mouth. Oh no! Swallowed it, finished the song. It was. It feels like magic, except that it was so blurry. And so after that, I thought, well, I can sing Roxanne. And I've tried to karaoke two more times, and I can't sing Roxanne. <laughs> I can apparently only hit those notes on that one night with a worn out voice. Yeah. Well, and the tequila vomit, I think, probably helped a little bit. or whatever. But see, I hit the notes before the tequila vomit and after. And after. I, I feel like um, I think your voice it's an unimportant detail. I don't know why I, why I shared That's irrelevant. it. irrelevant. Yeah. The, the secondhand tequila and my own secondhand tequila. That's disturbing. Yeah, it's kind of gross. <laughs> right. I'm really Johnny, wishing I had not talked. Johnny Shelton's secondhand tequila. <laughs> Made sh- naturally in store soon. Southwest Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, make you guys some. Oh, no, we're good. Uh, my, my cup runneth over. How about that? Uh, Gene Whedon says, just have Johnny play the keyboard part to it. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, he's making fun of me, mm. and I deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me see if I can if I can do this on the fly um, correctly. If I can cut this off correctly, I'm not sure if I'll be able to. But um, dang it. Okay. So um, I don't know why that's. Oh, here we go. Uh, Johnny, are you ready, sir? No. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Um, no music. Not yet. Oh. Perhaps. I feel like you might be dodging a bullet here, Johnny Shelton. I really might be. Avoiding ruining a beautiful song. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why this isn't playing. Because yeah. it was playing just fine a minute ago. Freaking bullet dodger. Yeah, this no, is some nobody needed bull. to hear what I was going to do. Johnny the bullet dodger. This is here. some bull. I wonder if... Uh, well, surely it's not just totally blocking that before we could play it. Maybe, you know, maybe there's, a, is it, it's, what, does the other track work? Oh, there it is. But see, that's what's weird is like, uh, we'll do it there, but it won't do it when you bring it over to that. But I'm just, but I'm not even going to bother bringing it over. Don't make me go to the old YouTube. And the number of shots, Al, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> That was a that was a long long night. <laughs> yeah, not long because it wasn't fun. It, it just in hours. It was a long night. Fair. Katie um, says he can sing this without music. No. Yeah, can't. I think that's that what's going to happen. That means. Can we just get like you got a pitch? You got a pitch harmonica or whatever. The pitch. I, I I mean pitch. Who needs that? We're just going to go for it. Here you go, Johnny. I, I'm just going to count you in. You're just going to do it. Wow. Three, two. It's been seven hours and 15 days since you took your love away. Probably the wrong key. That's right. I go out every night and sleep all day since you took your love away. Since you've been gone, I can do whatever I want. I can see whomever I choose. 
I can eat my dinner in a fancy restaurant. But nothing, I said nothing can take away these blues. Cause nothing compares. Nothing compares to you. Yes. So far, so good. Oh, it's still going? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. It's been so lonely without you here. Like a bird without a song. Wow. Is that it? Got it. Nailed it. it. Good job. Thank you. I'm going to give that more than just five cups since there was no freaking music. Um, dude. Well, it probably allowed me to do it in a key where it would Where it was comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Look, everybody's loving it, man. Good stuff. See? Uh, we've got... Uh, how many cups is that? Five, six, eight, ten? It's good stuff. Everybody's digging it. Much too uh, kind. Thank you. <laughs> Eric Ray says, murdered it in a good way. <laughs> uh, yep. Dev Klein got it, right? Good job. Good job, guys. Yeah, it's a lot better when Katie does it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would love to hear her do that, by the way. Um, let's see if we got music for this. We've got sound effects. So, uh, Drew, let's see if opposites God. attract Paula Duel style. I'm striking out with songs that I actually would know be, how to be able to sing. But, I, I mean, you know what? I'm a healthy competitor. But this song has the, the single greatest mu music video. It is pretty good, man. It is pretty good. It's like a cartoon fox or something. <sighs> I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> no, it, it's it's horrible. Is it? Um, <laughs> yes. Al, I, I just remember the choreography not being all that good. Um, Al Hutch says, "Seriously, check out the Chris Cornell version." Yes, oh, I agree. It's That's very good. Cornell version of that is amazing. Douglas McHugh is asking, "Is uh, Michael Sarah?" <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've never heard that before <laughs> at all, jo uh, Johnny. Uh, okay, so. Whoa. Here we go. Hopefully. Yeah, now we got music. God, I do not know this song. <laughs> I like the 8-bit sound. Like if it was the other, what was the other Paula Duel song? Uh, uh, um. The other one's cool. Stan, um. Uh, no idea. No idea the melody at all. Let's go for it. You like the movie, not a lot TV. Big things serious and you take them night. I go to bed early and I party all night. I like your version better. I to see Me too. We ain't gonna last good. I move slowly. Baby, I'm fast. I like it quiet. And I love to shout. But when we get together, it just all works out. Take two steps forward. I take two steps back. We come together cause opposites attract and you know It ain't fixing I don't know. I have no idea. No idea. I just had to make up the whole melody. Johnny? No. I have you no idea. Dude, I I 100 percent would download that online. Yeah, if... Drew Bonnie, you have a magic voice. You do. <laughs> like that was seriously incredible. That was awesome. And I think that Jared may owe your bandmates in Red Light Runner an apology because now they have to learn Apollo Abdul. So <laughs> no, totally. they don't. No, that totally. was cool. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm going to go and, and watch the next Red Light Runner show. And if you don't, I'm going to the doorman and saying, give me my money back. If you don't do Apollo Abdul, I'm just saying. 
That was cool. I'm going to put you on the list so we can avoid the whole situation. What was, um, man, I'm totally drawing a blank for some reason. Okay. Do you guys remember the movie, the roadhouse or roadhouse? Yeah. Okay. What was, what's the blind guitar player's name that was um, in the movie? That's an actual musician. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's who you reminded me of. Oh, okay. That soulful. Green yeah. Yeah. Voice. Good stuff. He's awesome. Yeah, he is. He really is. I just remember the scene from Squidbillies with a, a fake uh, Patrick Swayze. He's like, I remember that scene in Roadhouse when I was working at the Double Deuce and I knew, I just knew those guys were going to slash my tires. <laughs> Jeff Healy. Thank you, Deb. Yes, yes, that is correct. Jeff Healy. Yep. Uh, okay. So uh, no, no answer. Um, I see Josh Poole has got an answer. Uh, do you think Josh is correct or incorrect? Oh, it could be. I have no idea. I'm guessing he's right. Um, let's see. The answer is just a natural fact. Perfect. Got it. Nailed it. Facts. <laughs> just the facts, man. Just the facts. Um, okay. So what have we got next somewhere? If I don't quit bearing my own notes, uh, looks like we're going to take one last itty bitty little break before we sign off and say goodbye. So, uh, stick around and, uh, yeah, we'll be back in just a minute. All right, and we are back. Um, so, gentlemen, I hope you had a good time and enjoyed your time here at uh, the Adi Rose podcast. Uh, I certainly enjoyed having you both. So, um, with that being said, let me fix my little, there we go. Um, it is time to wrap things up and uh, time for the final thoughts. So, uh, Drew, what are your final thoughts? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw to you, my, my twin brother from another mother. If... Um... If you ever decide to come on this show, make sure and read the contract before before yeah. you show up. Right. Uh, yeah. Or or bring a gun. Uh, oh, that escalated. That escalated so quickly. <laughs> Johnny got uncomfortable for the first time. I think. Right. Yeah. That uh, that humor was very dark. <laughs> I hope that was humor. Listen, don't be a victim. Is the point. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> don't be a victim. <laughs> That was tough. Holy cow. But a lot of fun, man. That was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. for having Absolutely. Me. Thank you so much for doing it. Um, I appreciate both of you guys being here. Um, Drew, before we wrap things up, where can people find you and where can people see you next? Yeah. Uh, Red Light Runner will be playing December 5th with uh, uh, Brill Fall and Innuendo. Oh, Jinky uh, Fest. Jinky Is that Fest. right? Yeah. yeah. It shuffles. That'll be December 5th. That's Shane Jennings' birthday. It's also kind of a sub birthday party for richie allen my drummer okay um though it's not his birthday and it's janky fest it's it's chain's deal but we're happy we love all those guys man it's gonna be a really good time i mean that's gonna be a that's gonna be a party so and then uh december 19th at the riff uh right here um opening for damsel <clears throat> that's jeff ward i'm Christina so R. so looking forward to that man I, that's really exciting so we're gonna get to open for those guys and that's like just a huge Huge opportunity that we are really excited about. And then uh, New Year's Eve, we're going to be at Shuffle for New Year's Eve. Oh, very good. Yep. Cool. Good. And Innuendo will be opening for us there. So, wow. That's time. a stellar lineup. That'll yep. be really fun. We're going to do some collaboration efforts. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Do Dr. Paul Tomlinson has been a good friend and mentor for several years. Incredible player. You know, Gene Whedon and I worked together for many years. One of my good friends. Oh, really? I didn't phenomenal know. Phenomenal drummer, great vocalist. Yeah. You know, and in the chemistry those guys have on stage, we all just get along really well. <clears throat> so to be able to have a show together, share the stage together, to have Richie Allen and Gene Whedon playing drums at the same time. Yeah, buddy. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so do check out Red Light Runner. Um, is City Girls playing anytime before the end of the we year? We don't have anything booked for the rest of the year. Okay. No. All right. 
Um, and Johnny, thank you also for being here. I know, like I said, you, you kind of navigating all the highways in Missouri to, to get back here in time. So I appreciate that very much. Oh, I'm, I'm happy to have been here. When you told me that, that Drew was the other person, I was, I was pretty sold on sitting next to Drew for a little while. I don't see you often enough. It's always pleasant it when is. I accidentally do. Uh, I'll be honest, Johnny. I'm the exact same way. So yeah, I've you... ran into um, Drew, I think, once or twice at like kind of a, a, a house party type thing. And we talked for that for that long. Like, hey, uh, I, there's something here. Let's let's talk. Let's get to be friends at some point. But not right now because I'm busy. Well, he, he has a real talent for saying something that will make you wildly uncomfortable. But then laughing in such a way that it kind of diffuses it a little bit but the underpinnings are still a little unsettling. And I like those kind of conflicting uh, interactions. Johnny, you are an eloquently spoken son of a gun, man. Well, That's, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, Al Hutches is asking, uh, does the mixtapes have a YouTube? Um, it's, I don't know. Uh, Katie does all of our online stuff. I handle the the business end of the band as far as booking goes, and, uh, and she does more like and marketing kinds of details. Yeah. So if we have a YouTube, which we probably do, you do, you do. Okay. Um, so that's where YouTube, I got the videos that were. Knows about yeah, it. That's where I got the videos that were featured. Now I will say, and this is honestly kind of a smart thing, and I actually wanted to discuss this, but it sounds like I'll save this for whenever Katie is in. See, there you go. For when Katie comes on the show, but. Um, and I think this is kind of smart. You guys have videos on YouTube, but they're small clips. They're like a minute or less. Um, and so it's just kind of give you a taste like, here's what we do. Now come out and check it out. Well, and they're all pretty much iPhone videos. So the the audio quality is going to be terrible. Um, at times, I've all, we don't have a proper promo video because any time that we've, and I think we've attempted to shoot one twice now, but when you pull the curtain back and you really have to listen to mixed audio of the shows, mm -hmm. it, it, it bugs me. Uh, <laughs> I always hate them. So I'd rather see the, the quick iPhone clips that look yep. like fun and kind of give you the vibe of the experience. That's but exactly. It's, yeah. It's not supposed to be a record or sound like a record. It's a, it's a party and hopefully a really good nineties experience. And, um, and the energy is good and I'd rather just leave it at that if possible <laughs> yeah absolutely no i think that's very very well put um so johnny where can people see you and the mixtapes net the mixtapes next easy for me to say <laughs> the mistakes <laughs> the mistake where can we see the mistakes next <laughs> on oh, the next man. episode of the audio rules podcast that's I, where the mistakes will happen i just got roasted Ooh. uh we our next shows are both two night stays um we're at southbound just outside of town on South Campbell, uh, the weekend of Thanksgiving. So we're there the 27th and the 28th. We are doing a no repeats weekend. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Did yeah. You, did you have to like take time and learn other stuff or do you have that big of a catalog now built up? We are, uh, we're pretty deep in material. So we're not having to pick, we wouldn't have had to pick up material in order to make it work. However, <laughs> 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 don't start it katie because it'll catch and i apologize yeah, no it's fine um so uh <laughs> words each night we are opening with a different short tribute set so i think the friday night that weekend we're doing third eye blind 
Nice. And the Saturday, we're doing Alanis Morissette. Oh, wow. So each of those is about a 40-minute tribute set to a specific artist. And then we'll do our, our normal variety where we kind of ping-pong who sings what. And it's a, a mix. Wow. But over the course of the two nights, we're not repeating anything. Uh, wow. Which we've never done before. We're we're excited about that. That is very cool. And yeah. what, a, what a unique spin. And uh, we're doing the same thing at George's Majestic the following weekend mm -hmm. on December 4th and 5th. Wow. With the tribute sets opening. And uh, we've done Third Eye Blind once before. We've never done the Alanis set. And I'm super excited because we get to we get to do some of those songs where um, if you're going to do Alanis in a, in a set in a band like ours, you're obviously going to play You Ought to Know or Ironic because they're the two biggest ones. Right. But there are some really cool very, songs on that record. Very. Jagged Little Pill. Jagged Little Pill. But there was another one that just um, today when I was listening to um, my my online radio stuff, like, Oh, there was another one um, that was really, really famous, but it never is one of the top two or three that comes off of people's. It could have been uninvited or thank you. Uninvited is almost all strings. So is it... trying to pull it off live, I I'm not sure that we would do it justice. Everything we're doing is off of Jagged Little Pill, but I'm just looking forward to getting to play all I really want because that's easily my favorite song of hers. And I mean, it's it's great. So Friday night after Thanksgiving is when you're doing Alanis Morissette? Uh, Friday night is when we're doing Third Eye Blind. And Saturday. Saturday is when we're doing Alanis Morissette. And then that's flip-flop the following weekend in Fayetteville. Gotcha. Uh, we, do, we do them on opposite nights. So Alanis Friday, Third Eye Blind Saturday. Uh, Head Over Feet is the song I was trying to think of. So we've done that one before. Uh, we learned it for a wedding a few years back. Huh. And Katie will get to whip out the harmonicas. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Um, let's see here. November 27th mixtape was that link. Thank you for that link, Al. And there it is. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, we're also going to be at Southbound for New Year's Eve, which okay. there's no event up for that yet. It, it's supposed to come up this week and there'll be a, a pre-sale ticket link. Um, we would have, we would have been at the Galois, but 2020 is weird. It is. It is. I'm ready to ring in the new year. I, I, something, I saw some post today, and it made me think, like, any band that's playing New Year's Eve, I feel like this is what you need to do. Wherever you're playing, most of the places, the venues themselves will provide um, a, a, some champagne for everybody at midnight, right? Right. I think that, like, 10 minutes before that happens, you need to get on the mic and say, everybody go to the bar, buy a shot, and hold it. At at eleven fifty nine is when you do the shot and and here's to, here's to getting rid of the year and then the champagne is to okay let's let's pick things up and and turn the corner for twenty twenty one I love that uh, idea. yeah because uh, I think that uh, it I agree it's been a crazy year it's um it's been an awful year in some ways but at the same time I like the uh, the sense of community at the same time the the amount of support even through one musician to another and uh, I know a lot of our live shows uh, there's not necessarily a lot of people um, coming out. For whatever reason but i love the fact that we're supporting each other as musicians like i see so many other musicians at, at band shows um just just to show support so i think that's fantastic um good show everybody is uh kind of a, a running uh comment there uh and holly says she likes that spin so very good okay well guys i'm gonna go ahead and we'll sign off here and before we do i want to say that uh oh i have one more piece of business here i almost forgot about this no Stop it. <laughs> it's not what I wanted at all. Um, yeah, and now my thing's too far away. So, okay, whatever. 
Um, <laughs> Good Lord. Well, it wouldn't be the Audio Rose podcast if something didn't go awry, if, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, this is supposed to be up here. Can you play Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood while I put on my, my cardigan? <laughs> I think we should be able to do that. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So, well, again, yeah, that's not what I want to do. Anyway. All right. So just remember that times are hard for everybody out there right now. So may your cup of coffee and your love of music both be strong, but your sense of humor be even stronger. Thank you guys very much for joining us, and we will see you next week uh, at 5 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs>